Dominic Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to the Bad Movie Cult podcast. My name is Dominic Lawton. I am joined, of course, as always, by Mr. Kemby Wild. Greetings from me also. This week we're covering another Sylvester Stallone classic. Back in with the action royalty of the cinema world. It's the 1986 George P. Cosmatos film, Cobra. Society is breeding a new kind of criminal. Also breeding a new kind of cop. George P. Cosmatos, not a stranger to Stallone or this podcast, because he directed Rambo 2. Yeah. First Blood Part 2. Very good as well. What year was that one? Um, that was uh, 85. It was the year before. So in this one afterwards then? Yeah, it was him working with him on uh, First Blood that is why he did Cobra with him. I think we actually said that on the First Blood episode. He also directed Tombstone, which we probably also mentioned on that one. Fantastic film. IMDb rating for this of 5.8 out of 10. Solid. Rotten Tomatoes rating of 18%. That's fucking rubbish. Is that is that critics? Yes. Why? What's the matter with them? What's their beef with this? Kesko LeBeuf. Exactamundos. Sylvester Stallone stars as Marion Cobra Cobretti. Great name. When Sylvester Stallone was signed on to play the lead in Beverly Hills Cop, he did a lot of work on the screenplay, turned it into an action extravaganza that the studio couldn't afford. He eventually left Beverly Hills Cop and channeled his ideas for that project into this movie. Uh, interesting little fact, most 80s action heroes were called John, e.g. John Rambo, mm-hmm. John Matrix, John McClane. The hero of this film is named Marion after John Wayne. John Wayne. His birth name, of course, was Marion Robert Morrison, uh, the epitome of the cinematic tough guys who also often played characters called John. Oddly enough, Stallone worked with John Wayne's grandson. Was he called John? He was called Tommy Morrison in Rocky V. okay. Played Tommy Gunn. At one point during the filming, Ken, Sylvester Stallone complained to cinematographer Rick Waite that they were falling behind on schedule and said that uh, he and his crew needed to work harder. Did he just tell him to wait? (laughs) He responded by saying that if Stallone gets his hands off Bridget Nielsen's ass and stops showing off to his bodyguards, maybe they wouldn't have problems with time. Jeez. He got some balls, huh? Stallone was shocked that someone would talk to him that way, but he did tow down his ego for a few weeks. 
In an interview, Waite also said that Stallone had a great sense of humour. Despite his huge ego, he also confirmed a rumour that Stallone was the true director of the film and that uh, George P. Cosmatos was a good producer but a bad director. He pretty much deferred to Stallone on all decision-making. Bloody hell. What about Rambo, then? Did he do the same on Rambo? It seems that way, doesn't it? None of the supporting cast or crew were allowed to talk to Sylvester Stallone during filming. <laughs> Son of a bitch. The Paula Goslin novel, Fair Game, on which Cobra is based, is also called A Running Duck. When the movie came out, Sylvester Stallone allegedly wanted the novel reissued with himself credited as the author. <laughs> Miss Goslin declined the offer. Bloody hell. And in 2017, Stallone used his Instagram page to post a picture of uh, Cabretti standing next to the 1950 Mercury car with the caption, Comeback or Throwback, which thousands of fans used that as an opportunity to lobby Stallone for either a sequel or a director's Blu-ray cut of the film. Which one would you prefer? Because apparently there was a lot cut from this. I'd, I'd take, yeah, I'd take the uh, uncut version. I, I, I think an uncut version would be better than a, a sequel. Yes, yeah, nowadays, yeah. This also stars, as mentioned before, Bridget Nielsen as Ingrid. It is she, Ingrid. Bridget Nielsen, of course. Is this her first time on the podcast? Is she anything else we've done? Um, I think we have mentioned her when uh, discussing tough, oiled-up women. Yeah, and she has been in some of the pictures, but I'm not sure if she's ever been in a film yet. But anyway, yeah, Bridget Nielsen, you know her from Rocky Four, Red Sonja, Beverly Hills Cop 2, and more recently, The Guardians of Justice, which Ken showed me, like, last week, was it? Yes, yes, with uh, DDP. That's very good. Recommended if anyone's into um, stuff like Kung Fury and things like that. Very yeah, similar. Yeah, it's just a superhero series. Yeah. It's just very, very violent and uh, fun. Yeah. yeah. And it also stars Brian Thompson as Night Slasher. What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> oh, seriously, I love Brian Thompson. He's one of the Germans in The Three Amigos. Yeah, Brian Thompson has a, a face, hasn't he? He has certainly got what, one. What a face Brian Thompson's got. Yeah, you see Brian Thompson, you think, oh, I recognise that guy. Yeah, he's in loads of stuff yeah. just in the background. He's in like Terminator, he's like a punk. And... Yeah, yeah, he's like a henchman. He's a quality henchman. Usually like henchman number one because of his face, you know. He was in... um. AWOL, or Lionheart, I believe it's known as as well. Yeah. He was in that with a cut price, Bridget Nielsen, uh, the Van Damme film. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, she's kind of, she's got the short blonde flat top hair, but it's not Bridget Nielsen. I always used to think that's a, a bargain bucket. That's <laughs> 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 just, I used to think that. Bridget Nielsen never even thought about her. I just thought that's a bargain bucket. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's not as flattering as you think <laughs> as you think it is. Uh, the knife used by Night Slasher uh, was made for the film by knife designer Herman Schneider. Stallone had asked uh, Schneider to create a knife that audiences would never forget. This knife was used in another film, Ken. Do you know the film? Is it undefeatable? It is undefeatable, yes. It, yes. It, I thought when I saw it, I just thought, that's the same knife he's got. Mm -hmm. Yeah, old Stingray himself in the hospital. It's the actual same knife, or is yeah. it just the same design? It's the same design. Herman Schneider gave it to him for the, for the film, yeah. Quality. Got a plot for you? Yes. A tough-on-crime street cop must protect the only surviving witness to a strange murderous cult with far-reaching plans. Impressive. And some keywords. Yes. Tough guy. No, yes. I want to be a tough guy. <laughs> tough guy. Tough cop. 
Yeah. Machismo. <laughs> Tough cheese. <laughs> oh, that's a good name. <laughs> He's in. Psycho killer. Yes, guess it. <laughs> Human monster. Wow. Human monster. <laughs> Serial rapist. <laughs> I'm laughing at the way he's saying it, okay, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> Just at the fact that they have, they exist. Extreme violence. Yes, please. Paedophilia. Oh. Extreme gore. Okay. Hell on earth. Oh, my goodness. Parking in a handicap space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how the film starts. Robot supermodel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see why that's there. Giant burger. I can see why that's there. Yeah. Yeah. Jane Nelson. Yeah, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> In the old bargain bucket. <laughs> and happy ending. <laughs> yeah, well. Yep, it was at the end of that scene. <laughs> and the taglines, of course, Ken. This is where you have to pick one you think should be going on the poster. Okay. You can only have one. All right. Am I allowed to speak to Stallone to tell him? Yes, okay, you'll need to get on the phone to him. I will be. This is where the law stops and I start. Yeah, that's dialogue, isn't it? Mm. He actually says it in the film. He has that. a lot of those kind of dialogue yeah. in this, doesn't he? Yeah, I didn't like it in the film either. Society is breeding a new kind of criminal. It's also breeding a new kind of cop. Nah, too long. The strong arm of the law? Mm, no. I'll tell you what is a good one, um, the Maniac Cop, the wrong arm of the law. Yeah, that is, is good. Yeah. Is back. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Always like that one. Anyway, no, 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 the strong arm of the law, no. Crime is the disease, meet the cure. Yes, uh, that is the one that they had, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like you're about to fucking shake hands with Robert Smith, to be honest. There is a uh, a, a meme. Oh, is Robert there? Smith on the front cover here. And it says, <laughs> oh, brilliant. it says crime is a disease, meet the cure. And it's just <laughs> Robert Smith on the, in, the, in the red background yeah. and everything, yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. He's got his sunglasses on and everything. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I need to see that. Yeah. Anyway, we get a first line and it's Cabretti. It's a voiceover. He's narrating. He yeah, says, "Yeah, he's, what a voice he's got in this. He's, is, it's is he, almost unintelligible, yeah, to be honest. So what the hell's he doing with his voice? Yeah, he says I mean, he's got a low voice anyway, hasn't he? He's yeah, got a very low but, voice, but he's making he's in, the most of this. One. Yeah, he's intentionally mumbling through the whole film. Yeah, he says, <laughs> in America, there's a burglary every eleven seconds." An armed robbery every 65 seconds. A violent crime every 25 seconds. A murder every 24 minutes. And 250 rapes a day. And that's just me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sounds nice, doesn't it, over there? Yeah. Yeah. You see a pearl-handled gun with a cobra, like, embossed on it. He shoots it at the camera and into a title card. It's a great little opening, that. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, some uh, worrying stats, though. It is. And that was back in the 80s. Yeah. Imagine what it's like now. Worse, I'd expect. Probably. 
It's, it's got very Cold Iron vibes to it, that first bit there, yeah, hasn't it? Yeah, I liked it. We get a gang of dual axe-wielding maniacs. They're doing the We Will Rock You <laughs> chant together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just to get them pumped up yeah, for tonight's they, rape. It's like a motorcycle silhouette as well, isn't there, as he's riding towards the thing. Yeah, which is weird, because uh, really... Doesn't seem to own a motorcycle. No, I think the thing isn't that the guy that's about to turn up to do the the is supermarket. No. Oh, oh, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. We follow the motorbike guy through the credits. He gets to the supermarket, gets in there, starts randomly shooting. He, a... he does park in a handicapped space, which is why it's one of the taglines. Yeah, yeah. It's him that does it. It's the opening of the film. Yeah, I've seen this guy in a load of shit before. He is in a load of stuff. He's in the Crow as well. Is he? Who's yeah. he in the crow? Uh, oh, that guy. That, oh yeah, that guy with the the face. Not Brian Thompson. He's that other one with the face. Torres, in the crow. Oh, he's the detective. Detective Torres. Yeah, gives Ernie Hudson a load of shit. Yeah, he's in loads of stuff. He, he's he's like got a bad guy's face as well. Hasn't he, he has. It's like pockmarked, isn't it? Yeah. It's a perfect bad guy face. Oh, he's in True Detective. He plays Gina's rapist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. He's done a few comedies as well, I think. He's in Fraser and um, Seinfeld as well. <laughs> he plays Gina's rapist. Yeah, he's done a few comedies. Anyway, yes, this, this guy is in a supermarket. Yeah, he starts firing a sawn-off shotgun randomly. Yeah, he's like bumping into people, isn't he? Yeah. And people are just like, what the hell? He's exploding watermelons, the bastard. Yeah, he starts shooting melons. My note here is... Which is one of my films. <laughs> <laughs> my note here is, where's Jimmy Bennett when you need him? <laughs> oh, little bollocks. Yeah. He's gone for a drink down the pub. <laughs> he can't get in. No, he's not allowed in. Usually he's there trying to buy toilet roll, isn't he? Or, you know, he's there when there's two twats in a shopping car just dicking around, but he's not there when there's a guy with a shotgun. No, that's Londis. This isn't Londis. Are you sure? This isn't Londis. <laughs> uh, trim. <laughs> this isn't set in Trim Island. No. No, this is the King Market. Oh, of course. Yes, this is uh, this is in like America. Fuck yeah! Yeah. Uh, we get police, ambulance, news crews. They're turning up outside. There's a hostage negotiator. He tries reasoning with him from the so, outside. That's what happens. You see, you go into a supermarket, start shooting melons. Somebody's going to call the cops. That's how it happens. It's just that's just life. You know, it's consequences for every action. And this hostage negotiator, it's only fucking Larry from Hellraiser. It is as well, isn't it? Yeah. Or Scorpio from Dirty Harry, if you prefer. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Either way, he's got a face as well, hasn't he? <laughs> it's full of faces, this bloody programme. can't remember what his fucking name is. That's just I just wrote Larry and Scorpio. <laughs> what, in this? No, the actual actor. Um. Oh, what is his bloody name? I can remember Larry. Yeah, Larry Cotton from Hellraiser. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andrew Robinson. He's a, he's a slimy best. He's good one, in this. He? Yeah, he is yeah, good yeah. in he's, this. He's a character you just think, just somebody punch that fucking guy. Yeah, perfect casting. Uh, someone says, call the Cobra. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that is Art Lafleur. <laughs> that's the character, uh, the actor's name. Is that the captain? He's captain. Yeah, captain uh, just comes over and says... Captain... Call the Cobra. Yeah, that's it. That's how it goes. Everyone just whispers it to each other, and uh, eventually he's just stood at the end of the queue. <laughs> he's yeah. Like, hmm? yeah, but because it's Chinese whispers, it comes out totally different <laughs> to what was actually said. <laughs> yeah, it was Seagal's in a coma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, I better go look at his dick. <laughs> better go look at his dick. 
Please wake up. <laughs> Enough of trying to deal with this maniac. Listen, all we need is a little more time. We can get control of the situation. What control? All the Cobra. The gunman tells the hostage, one of the hostages, a young lad, he says, you can leave. And he, he starts running off and he, he cocks his shotgun as he as he heads off. He's back to him. Yeah, he's walking, isn't he? He's walking like quite quite uh, gingerly as he's being uh, told to leave. <laughs> yes, what you would do, you know, you'd yeah. be there thinking, oh, "Okay, better not piss him off." Yeah, and he ends up shooting him dead yeah, in the aisle in the straight, back, straight in the back. Yeah, he yeah, as, as he does, he as he falls after being shot, uh, he falls into all the Christmas decorations. That's a shame, isn't it? Because it's Christmas. Oh, bloody hell, like Die Hard. Yeah, this it's is a Christmas it's a, film. It's a Christmas film, yeah, because there's some decorations and somebody later on mentions Christmas on the, oh, it's on the TV. Yeah. So oh, yeah, Christmas, it's true. It's a Christmas film. Cartoon, isn't there? There you go, time, yeah. It's a Christmas movie. But Cobra's here. He's turning up. His car's the first thing you see. He just pulls into the parking lot. Lovely car. Beautiful car. It's like old, old school yeah, prop, American, isn't it? Proper nice car. His license plate is... Awesome fifty. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you're dealing with a badass. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets out. I think he looks quality. Looks cool. He does Su- with a stubble. Cool. Super cool. He look, he's a really good look. Have you seen the front of the, uh, the 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 poster and everything? That's that's what he looks like. He's got his big mirror shades on. Yeah, he's a sunglass wearing, matchstick chewing. Yeah, tough cop with a gun in his belt. Breaking the rules, breaking necks. He's got the entire department on his back at all times. He's violent. He's he's unpredictable. He's unorthodox. But God damn it, he gets results. Classic 80s hard cop, this is. They're either in a book or in a body bag. Usually both. <laughs> in his book, uh, Cobra on Cobra, he, he writes. Uh, every, he writes all the body bags that he's been uh, filling. He immediately starts butting heads with um, Detective Monty. Yeah, Andy, Andy Robinson, instantly saying, "I didn't want Cobra here." Perfect way to introduce him to the uh, film, isn't it? I yeah. just wanted on the on the record, I didn't agree with calling you in here. He's like, "Thanks." Yeah, who the fuck are you anyway? If he's just a detective, surely he's the same level, isn't he? I think so. Well, yeah. he's a lieutenant, isn't he? So is that who? Uh, Cabretti. Is he? Yeah. I don't know. He's above him, then, isn't he? I think so. I don't know. Whatever. I have no idea. Whatever. It's an American police force. It's a mystery to me. He makes his way into the supermarket. He's not waiting for. Yeah, he just goes straight in. Tells a woman who's cowering just to shush. You know, he's the Cobra. He doesn't tell her that. I'm the cobra. <laughs> <laughs> he unleashes cobras he from does. his uh, jeans. <laughs> <laughs> from his hair. He's uh, He does the purple cobras, like, you know, when they come in and, in, in dodgeball with a hand signal, he does that. <laughs> That's how he looks around the supermarket, just puts his arm in the shop and just goes... <laughs> With his hand. Yeah, yeah, he's got a glove puppet that he puts on his hand with googly eyes. <laughs> Told you he was an orthodox. <laughs> <laughs> That's his partner. <laughs> Snakey. This is my brother. <laughs> yeah. He shows Bridget Nielsen Snakey later on, doesn't he? He does, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cobra, he grabs a, he cracks a cause beer while he's looking, you know, he's, he he's, does, ab- yeah. he's, he's like uh, hiding around the shelvings, isn't he? He's, yeah. uh, That's what I used to do when I worked in the supermarket. Yeah. Just crack open a beer, have a quick drink, throw it on the floor. Yeah, you know, he he does it to, you know, take the guy's attention away. Which he does, because he opens fire on the, the can of Coors Lager. Yeah, 
he gets to the Tannoy system, he uses it, he says, Hey, dirtbag. <laughs> he says, Hey, dirtbag. You're a lousy shot. I don't like lousy shots. You wasted a kid for nothing. Now I think it's time to waste you. Oh, bloody hell, he's harsh, isn't he? Then he appears behind the counter that the gunman's holding a girl hostage behind. And says, how can I help you, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Cashier number three, please. (laughs) Says, hello, my name is Cabretti. I'm here to help. (laughs) Gunman says, I got a bomb here, I'll kill her, I'll blow this whole place up. And Cabretti says, go ahead, I don't shop here. Yeah, um, I think he's like making light of that, but uh, he would be dead. So he wouldn't be shopping anywhere. You know, he didn't think about that, did he, with his one-liners? He says, I'm a sucker for good conversation. Yeah, he's like, what? What does that mean? He said, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's reading out my book. The the supermarket, he basically wants the television camera crews in here. He he wants to make a statement to the press. Yeah, he's going to tell them. He's telling them about the way of the new world. And uh, Cobra says, I can't do that. And he says, why? And And Cobra says, I don't deal with psychopaths. I put them away. Nice. All nice. Yeah, and he and he says, I ain't no psycho man, I'm a hero. You're looking at a fucking hunter, I'm a hero of the new world. And he gives us the line, you're a disease and I'm the cure. Nice. And then uh, the killer says, die! And uh, <laughs> Brian Blessed swoops in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Knocks him flying into a big, you know, the stack of cans. Cobra! Cobra! <laughs> Yeah, the big stack of cans that they often have in supermarkets. Yeah. People fall through. Yeah, yeah, yeah one of them. Oh, in Fatal Deviation, they use toilet roll. Yeah, they did. Yeah, right in the middle of the aisle. Yeah, that's just, awkward. It, you just couldn't in get the your, way of everything. You couldn't get your trolley round yeah, it just so somebody could be thrown through it. A cobra just fires. You know, probably empties his gun into this guy. He yeah, dies. he's got a knife, hasn't he? So he's got a little lock knife that he uh, he gets whilst he's distracting him. Oh, yeah, that's true. And he yeah. th- throws it straight into his chest, and then yeah. uh, while he's falling, uh, just shoots him with every bullet he's got. Yeah, he dies. Cobra walks over to the man, takes the bomb out of his hand. He, he spins the gun. He does the John Wayne thing. I don't know if John Wayne ever did that, did he? Clint Eastwood? Clint Eastwood did. I don't yeah. know about John Wayne, whether he ever used to spin the gun. He was not a man of flash, was he? He was just a man of action. He was a man of, a man he, of song. Did what he had to do. Oh no, that was Clint Eastwood as well, wasn't it? (laughs) Paint your wagon. Mission accomplished anyway. Did he say why he did it? He leaves the supermarket and he's surrounded by reporters asking if it's uh, linked to the Night Slasher and uh, if Cobra used unnecessary deadly force. I mean, did the man have to die? Yeah, he was an idiot, wasn't he, that reporter? Cobra said, I used everything I had. The reporter that you're on about complains about the, the maniac's rights and being mm. protected by the law. Uh, yeah. Cobra responds to this by grabbing him and putting him like close to the, the lad's dead body, the lad that got shot, and said, 
tell his family that or something. Fa- yeah, tell his family about that guy's rights. Yeah. Yeah, he's not messing about. He's no nonsense. Cut to the beach, Cobra. He's uh, he's ruffling feathers again. He, he's trying to pull in because he, he lives uh, just on that road there and he tries to park his car. you got some low-riding gringos just sitting there and uh, he, he beeps his horn to ask him to move forward and they don't, so he ends up just pushing the car. <laughs> yeah, they actually lean out the window and say, hey, fuck you, man. He says, why don't you fuck my dick? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he says. <laughs> his catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he says to the captain later on <laughs> when he's butting heads with him again. <laughs> Why don't you go fuck my dick, Captain? They're <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, for God's sake, Cobra, it's suck my dick. <laughs> Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> he's not good with the... Uh... <laughs> he's useless. He's good at uh, solving crimes and cleaning the streets, but he's no good at catchphrases and insults. <laughs> he gets out of his car and the, the Mexican gangbangers get out of theirs. And uh, I thought it was Danny Trejo at this point. He does, he's yeah. got a bit of a touch I, of the Trejo, hasn't he? 86, I thought this is prime Trejo time. He says it's bad for your health, you know. The main sort of... Um, Mexican gangbanger says, what is? Cobra grabs a cigarette out of his mouth, but he grabs... (laughs) He doesn't just take it out, he sort of grabs it and his whole face at the same time. And he says, me. So he is bad for his health. He is, actually. He says, clean up your act. And uh, rips his shirt off his back. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, you get in the picture of this guy, Ken, or what? (laughs) Yeah, he's he's hard as nails, isn't he? Have we set the scene for him enough? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I'll tell you what we could have done with. We could have done with somebody else just telling us that he was yeah. like in Vietnam or something. Yeah. It never gets mentioned, does it? His background. Just hard. Just a hard cop. He's seen stuff. Cobra, he shows us around his apartment, gets out today's lunch. It's one slice of pizza, which he cuts up with scissors. Yeah, and, and like eats the small pit. It's like, yeah. It's like one slice of pizza cutting it off with scissors, but eats the little bit. Yeah. I think that's not going to fill him up. And I thought he had a load of eggs, but what that actually is... is Yeah, I thought that. I thought, oh, he's going to have some eggs as well. That's nice. Egg on pizza. But uh, no, it's actually where he keeps his gun cleaning stuff. Yep, so he sits down and does a bit of that. Puts the TV on. Watches a Christmas cartoon. And it cuts to the global warming stuff from Birdemic. (laughs) Watch a bit of that. No, equally as as relevant to a Christmas cartoon is the um, news story about the vile, murderous uh, (laughs) night slasher who keeps attacking everybody and killing and raping things. Tonight, the man known as the night slasher has apparently struck for the 16th time in just over a month's time. The 22-year-old victim was mutilated with a sharp instrument and seemed to be just as unlikely a victim as the other 15. Not much else is known other than that the Night Slasher preys upon anyone. His victims have included businessmen, Asian immigrants, the elderly, and in one case, a sexually assaulted child. The serial killer has thrown the city into a growing panic, and up until now, no one has had a clue to his identity. The killer has been known to crawl through windows, cut telephone wires, and kill the victims in their sleep. The method of death has been mainly silent instruments, such as claw hammers, knives, and axes. That's a nice thing to put on in the middle of the cartoon. You've probably got your kid watching. Back to the Christmas cartoon. (laughs) 
Cut to a van cruising the streets at night. Yeah, never suspicious in these kind of films. No. We get a woman, she's walking across the street, she has a little look inside, yeah, gets she, in her she's car. she's locking up, isn't she? Locked yeah. up for the night. Never, ever anything happens to people like this in films, does no. it? No. No. Gets attacked. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, actually, yeah, you're right, yeah. Oh, she gets yeah. Attacked, oh yeah. yeah, she does, yeah. Yeah, and with the silent weapons that they were talking about, it's like sledgehammers, you're smashing <laughs> her car to pieces. There's a lot of this. Yeah. These are the most unstealthy <laughs> fucking gang in the whole universe. There's like three of them, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. One's just... got a... One's got a sledgehammer, one's got the, the two axes. He's doing the We Will Rock You fucking yeah, chant. he's just giving us a soundtrack. And uh, the woman ends up getting uh, getting killed in her car by the... I've uh, put a Stingray's knife from Undefeatable. It's yeah. the first time you see it. Yeah, by the beautiful Brian. Yeah, beautiful they're Brian all wearing... Thompson. They're wearing pantyhose. Yeah, they are, heads. yeah. So they're all got, like, uh, weird faces. Yeah, which just adds to the uh, ominous scare factor, doesn't it? Yep. Um, we get more Cobra and Monty butting heads, talking about the Night Slasher case. Yeah, they're at the uh, autopsy now, aren't they? Yeah. Now, this is where we meet Cobra's partner as well, Sergeant Gonzalez. He's dressed unusually, isn't he? He's dressed like a chimney sweep. Cool, blimey, Cabretti. That's what he says. There's been another murder. <laughs> um, the Cobra, at this point, actually says maybe there's more than one killer. Yeah. It's very early to be asserting that, isn't it? Yeah. But, what, 17 victims in. <laughs> 17. No, in the film. In the film, yeah. yeah. No, but I actually thought that when they were reading out the range of victims, it was just like, well, there's obviously more than one then, isn't there? Because that doesn't follow any MO at all, that. And, no. You know, you're killing 16 victims. It's got to be some sort of pattern. But only he's thought of it. Everyone else just tells me to shut the hell up. Yeah, Monty says to the captain that he didn't think he should be signing Cabretti to the uh, Night Slasher case. He's on Zombie Squad and should stay there. Cabretti says, as long as we play by these bullshit rules and the killer doesn't, we're going to lose. Yes. Referring to the fact that, you know, we're trying to do everything by the book and getting no nearer to catching this madman. And all Monty's thinking about is Zombie Squad. This is an actual real life thing, Zombie Squad, you know, in the police force. Is it? Yeah, we're in a, in a foreign country, not in America or England. It's basically where like, it? like, it's like South, yeah, South America, it? yeah, where it's basically police who literally work just in the middle of the night and solve stuff by any means necessary, basically. Yes. And this is what he's doing. He got it from that, from South American police. Wouldn't that force. be brilliant, wouldn't it, to be on the zombie squad? You have to work your way up. Button heads with the captain, but grudging respect, that kind of thing. Cobra says all they can do is wait for it to happen again. That's the only way we're going to know the next time he strikes. They're powerless, the police, with this stealthy gang of fucking <laughs> <laughs> lunatics. Yeah. Why don't they just stop vans that obviously driving around in the middle of the night? Because in the middle of the night, there's literally nobody else on the road, is there? Yeah. It seems to be. It's just this van cruising everywhere. You'd be there thinking, where are the police? Yeah. have got 16 fucking victims on the books. Plus, like, outside of businesses, why is there no CCTV? They're on main roads in the middle of town. It's the 80s. I mean, they don't have to wait long for the next time to, for them to strike because we get... And do you know who I thought this woman was when I first saw her? Go on. Rizzo from Greece. So did I. Yes, I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, as it turns out, but no. it, it could have been. Mm. Yeah. Uh, this... Singing, look at me, I'm Sandra D. <laughs> yeah, just outside <laughs> yeah. this woman's yeah. window. Like, what? She she's called Stark, this woman, and she is distracting another woman. At, uh, uh, like she's in the car, she knocks on the window, she speaks to her. Yeah, again, this is like the middle of the night. Uh, there's just a car on the road and a van. Yeah, yeah, and the uh, she stops for red light, 
and the van bumps into the back of her. Oh, that's it, yeah, and then Stark gets out. And and she's just like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, because I say, it's the middle of the night and there's nobody else on the street. How the hell's that happened? She's like, are you drunk or something? How are you going to explain that? And uh, as she is talking to her through the window, the night slasher... Bloody Brian. He appears from the other side. Big Brian Thompson. Reaches in and just sort of slits her throat, I think, yeah, with the knife. Imagine, imagine seeing Brian Thompson at your car window. With pants on his head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My bloody worst nightmare, that is, Ken. Don't bring that up again. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Anyway, here comes Bridget Nielsen in a wig. Yeah, she's got a lot of hair in this, hasn't she? Well, I don't know why they've done that. I don't, I don't even know what her real hair is in this. Because when she's doing some modelling, she's got like mm. the normal Bridget Nielsen look of very short hair. So yeah. it's like, well, surely that's her hair then. Well, exactly. So why yeah. is she wearing a fucking yeah. shit wig never, for the rest of the film? Never explained. She lo- and when she has the short, she looks great. She looks, she looks incredible in that bit. In the rest of it, you're just like, oh, look, she's wearing a fucking wig. Yeah. Uh, she sees the guy. I mean, she drives past this scene as it's yeah, happening. Yeah, she is. Yeah. And uh, Brian, the night slasher, he's walking towards her car, trying to stop her. Yeah, trying to just flag her down. You know, look, there's been an accident, kind of thing. Unfortunately, he looks like Brian Thompson, so there is no <laughs> fucking way in the world anyone's stopping for that guy. Do you reckon? I mean, that must have happened to him in his normal <laughs> life, mustn't it? That I'm <laughs> never stopping for me? him. Jesus Christ, I wouldn't be stopping for Brian Thompson. Honestly, he's such a great villain look about yeah. him. This this film for me is one of his best. I really, really yeah. like him in this. Yeah. He just looks terrifying. We get a quick shot of Monty on the scene of the new woman's murder, and we see that the Rizzo look alike. She's a fucking cop. Yeah. She's running the plates. She's running the plates of Bridget. She uses the cop computer to find out the name of Bridget Nielsen's character, and it's Ingrid. Yeah. I, I, Ingrid Knudsen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Mrs. Knudsen. That's fucking dangerous of her, isn't it, if she's a cop, to be going around with the gang just willy-nilly, not, like, just staying in... I guess if they do get pulled over. Oh, look, you killed everyone. Look, you're all wearing masks with these massive fucking sledgehammers and axes. And, oh, look, she's in there with you. Oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. You're in a big fucking van full of weapons. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Don't help at all, does it? Uh, Cobra and Gonzalez, they turn up. The captain adds them to the case, telling Cobra, you know, do what you do best. Uh, Monty tells him try not to waste the wrong guy, but then what do you care, right? Yeah, it's unnecessary. A lot of the things he says. I to fucking him, isn't love it? him in this. I yeah, do. yeah. He's, he's just like it's one of those where he doesn't have to say stuff like that, but mm. he's basically just reiterating that he doesn't play by the rules. Yeah, he's a lone wolf, a renegade. Gonzalez says, "You know, when this is over with, I'd like to celebrate by punching a hole in Monty's chest." Yeah, <laughs> which Cobra hilariously says. You know, your problem is you're too violent. It's classic banter between yeah, partners. Yeah, it's hilarious. He carries on. He says, try try eating raisins or fish. He spends the whole film yeah, he does, he does dunking on Gonzalez for his diet. Yeah, for his eating habits. Because yeah. he's constantly eating sweets and chocolate, isn't he, Gonzalez? Gonzalez's whole character arc is that he just eats <laughs> sweets and chocolate. Yeah, but he's a good guy. Heart of gold. He's a good guy and a loyal partner. And sometimes... That's all that matters. And we get some great music as we get a montage of the two of them looking around the city, talking to prostitutes, tattoo parlour. Sounds like a classic night out for the bad movie cult. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Spliced in with this is Ingrid having a modelling shoot. This is some sort of futuristic bollocks where she wears loads of wigs and dances with a mm. robot. Yes, uh, there's several robots. What the it? fuck is this? He loved robots, didn't he? 
Who? Stallone. Did he? Yeah, of course he did, Rocky yeah. Four, oh, yeah, yeah. He loved them. He just c- couldn't get enough of bloody robots back in the day. Stop or my mom will robot the <laughs> dance film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Peter Crouch as an extra. <laughs> uh, enough of that anyway, back to the film. Uh, hang on, let's just discuss Bridget Nielsen in that swimsuit. Oh, the white one. Jesus Christ, that came out of nowhere, didn't it? For a young KBW, how's that, how's that treating you back in the day? <sighs> That's enough to ruin your VHS right there. <laughs> that bit, yeah. forever got the bloody lines flickering across where it kept getting paused. That's what that's done to you. <laughs> That ruined it. Absolutely ruined it. Jesus. Jesus. Honestly, it looks like if she sneezes, she'd split into three. That's how <laughs> tight that is. That bloody cheese wire around there. Absolutely unbelievable. And it's one of those where you're just watching it, you're thinking, God, this is awful. Look at that bloody... And then suddenly you're just like, what? Yeah, because up until that point, she's wearing... She looks a bit like Adam Ant at one point. Yeah. Uh, She's literally just dancing around like massive robots. It's it's the crazy, it's the weirdest addition to an action film. Yeah, but fuck it, hell. <laughs> oh, honestly. Whew. Anyway, yeah, the photographer as well. He's he's like a total sleaze bag in pretty much everything he's in. Isn't yeah, he? Dan. Yeah, because I've seen him in yeah, loads of shit I as well. Have as well, and I've, I meant to look him up before we did it, and I haven't. Yeah, so. there's just everyone in this film. You're like, I know that fucking guy from yeah. somewhere. But yeah, he is. He's a sleazeball. He's trying to get Ingrid to have sex with him. It's reasonable. He says, I'd be sick not to want to sleep with you, which is a great fucking chat-up line. It is. As as it goes, that's not bad, is it? I mean, surely, surely it's quite a unique take on the whole thing. If I don't sleep with you, I'm going to be sick. Is that like a similar? Could that be as good? No, no, no. No, that's, that's worse. No, what he's saying is that he'd have to be insane not oh, to right. want to. Not if I don't sleep with you, I'm going to make gonna, myself gonna, throw up. I'm going to vomit on you instead. Yeah. Those are your options. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's more of a British chat-up line, isn't it, <laughs> yeah, that one? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it says it's to advance her career and Ingrid. She says that she hears something because they're going down in the lift into the into like an underground car park, aren't they? And she hears something and uh, what she actually hears is Dan getting killed with an axe almost instantly, an axe to the chest, as does some random businessman walking past. Yeah, I always like the uh, the guy who just walks through the <laughs> yeah. scene just like, hey, got what the? Yeah, he's just got like a <laughs> bottle of champagne in his hand or yeah, something. it's Christmas, you see. Yeah. And he's just like, no, no, no. Yeah, he just walks through, walks through the scene, and you just get axed to death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is timing, isn't it? I don't know who, who's got the better timing—that guy or the security guard who comes out the lift and gets ploughed down by the well, fucking van. Oh, I, I actually always used to think, um, or the guy in Terminator Two, which was the coffee guy. Uh, no, the the guy where he's oh uh, comes out the lift. Where, yeah, where yeah. he's got the um. He's got the shotgun in the roses. Yeah. That, that oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. he's just like, doop be doop 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 It's just gunned down instantly. The thing is, like, if I'm ever in a corridor like that, I always do the like little look back and, you yeah, know, if I'm, lo- if I'm in a corridor and it's Robert Patrick, what's it, is it Robert Patrick yeah. is his name? And then Arnie, the other side, I'm like, I'm fucking dead here. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I always actually think, I always can envision that guy getting shot in the spin and he's yeah. got a can of Coke, hasn't he? Yeah. And it explodes, yeah. It is, it is. It's just one of those where you just think, what is your timing like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this guy, yeah, as soon as he walks through, he's just like, ah! Yeah, uh, security. He's, the reason security's attending is because they, he's found that she's left her bag. 
Yeah. So it's not because he's uh, he suspects something's wrong. He just thinks, oh, shit, better go and take her bag. Which she didn't realise she hadn't got until she got to her car and tried to open it. Yeah. And then thought, oh, yeah, the massive fucking bag that's got all my stuff in it's not here. Yeah, and the security guard, he, he helps a little bit because he drives them away. with his, He's got a he gun, does. they yeah, run yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, so he's, he's firing, isn't he? So at least there's a little bit of a respite. But unfortunately, he makes no attempt to save himself when the van from the other end of the car park... Yeah, just r- drives at him really, really fast. But the distance should have been enough for him to move. It's a really good, uh, like, cut. It looks horrible, Yeah, because it? it looks like... Like, it doesn't look like it cuts away, but it obviously does and yeah. crushes the guy against the, the wall, doesn't it? just smashes into the wall, doesn't yeah. it? Like, through the wall as well. So yeah. he's, he's gone. He's out of there. Uh, Night Slasher, he, he's out the van. He's looking around for uh, Ingrid, who's who's hiding. He heads off anyway when he hears the, the approaching police sirens. It's one of those where he, his legs are right there. She can see his, his legs and he's just looking around. All he had to do is look down. Yeah. But he doesn't. You know, he's a busy man. He never has. He's a busy man. He's famous for it. <laughs> um, my favourite bit of the film, now we get Ingrid being interviewed by Gonzalez. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we used to quote this. Yeah, and it's his introduction that gets me every time. And uh, yes, me and Ken used to quote this to each other. And he says, I'm Sergeant Gonzalez, and the intense-looking gentleman behind you is Lieutenant Cabretti. And we cut to Cobra, who is behind her, chewing intensely on his match like yeah. he's about to fucking break her neck. It's such a great, like, cut to it. Yeah. <laughs> just like, and this intense-looking gentleman, he's just next to her, like... It would have been better if he was just juggling or something. It's like <laughs> yeah. a clown's outfit. Well, she, as she turns, he's like an inch away from her face, breathing heavily <laughs> like Stephen Fry in Blackadder. Boogity. <laughs> Gonzalez says, we're a pair of really nice guys here to ask you a lot of bad questions. See, told you he's a nice guy. Like, how big are your tits? Yeah, can I have a feel of them? Why are you wearing a wig? (laughs) Is that your swimming costume? Or did you just borrow it for the set? Can I have it? Yeah. Are you still wearing it? All those kind of bad questions. (laughs) Uh, They ask her if... uh, Anyone had been after her previously, and she tells them about this scary guy trying to flag her down on the same road the woman in the car was killed. This perks up Cobra. He does. His he pecker p- pick, he, picks yeah, up. He perks right up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the pecker perker that she is. Uh, she tells Cobra that she would recognise the main guy of the group if she saw him again, and that's all he needs. She says there was three of them. Uh, we then we keep cutting back to them. Brian, he's sharpening his massive old knife. The cop, she's there. She says, oh, yeah, I've got a name and address. We'll go get her. And he says, she's mine. Yeah, she she says, uh, let, let allow me to, to kill her for you. And she says Ingrid will wreck their new world, their dream. Turns out that all she did was wreck Stallone's. <laughs> <laughs> Have that, Bridget. <laughs> That's one of your films again, wasn't it? <laughs> it's one of my dreams. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Cobra shows Ingrid a cartoon drawing of Mick Jagger next. I'll tell you what, is that is that guy's job? He is fucking terrible. At <laughs> it looks it, like, isn't a caric- <laughs> like a caricature of Mick Jagger. It's absolutely bloody awful. 
It's sort of just like a, he's got down his cheeks. Because I say, I mean, mentioning Brian's face, but uh, it doesn't look like this. Like got kiss face paint on or something. Yeah, really, really terrible drawing of of Brian Thompson. Yeah, Cobra shows it to uh, Ingrid, and she says, "Looks fuck all like him." Yeah, it looks more like Mick Jagger. What the fuck is this? <laughs> she says, the "No." Guy, the guy's there is just looking at a picture of Mick Jagger, just doing another picture. <laughs> or it is that. Mick Jagger in the role. <laughs> <laughs> and Mick Jagger as photo fit identity. <laughs> yeah, uh, it looks bloody awful. Photo fit identity is a good name for a <laughs> film pitch. <laughs> I remember once my son did a uh, self portrait picture, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I took a photo of it. <laughs> and uh, uh, we were, we were out. Myself and Dom were out with my son. We were at the pub and we were playing pool. Uh, I think my son was about six years old at the time. Yeah. About five or six, I think. Yeah. And um, it was a terrible picture. Looked absolutely nothing like him. But I took a picture, <laughs> I took a photo of it because I thought that would make you a dumb laugh. And um, I showed him it. And uh, Dom laughed so much that he started to cry with laughter. Unfortunately, my son came to look at what we were laughing at, saw that we were laughing at a picture that he'd done, and he skipped the laughter and just started crying instead. <laughs> just cried. You'd built it up so perfectly. Yeah, he, he cried to the point of just being so upset that we were laughing at something that he'd done. Yeah. And, uh, do you know, he has never shown me a picture ever again in his life. <laughs> That was that was ten years oh, ago. Oh god. And for ten years he hasn't shown me anything he's ever done again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could help in yeah. that relationship with your son. Yeah. And... You'd built it up to so well that I was expecting it to be a good picture of him and it looked it, I don't even know what it looked like. Like a potato with a face. Yeah, I wish I'd still got it. I wish I'd still got that picture. Yeah. Because we could put it on the uh uh, Facebook and stuff <laughs> just to show people how terrible it was. <laughs> yeah, although he is now, he's at high school now, and he's the captain of the arts, which uh, I think is more down to his uh, his drama and music and the inordinate amount of people called art in his year. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to have a captain, don't you? You've got that many. Of it's them. true. It's true. Anyway, back to the film. Oh, yeah, Cobra tells Ingrid that uh, she'll stay at the hospital for tonight for some reason. I mean, I don't know why the fuck they'd do that, but anyway. And then she'll be moved to a safe house in the morning. Cobra's leaving because he's going back to his apartment to check his files, and he'll be back in a couple of hours. So he's leaving Gonzalez to look after Ingrid. And we get shots of Cobra. He's going home. He's looking through his photo albums whilst Night Slasher enters the hospital. What's happened here, of course, is that Brian uh, Thompson has now dyed his hair black, so he's totally unrecognisable apart from his massively recognisable evil guy face. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've got that he turns up at the hospital looking the same. Is this as well where uh, when Cobra goes home, the, the gangbangers move their car for him as yes. a show of respect, and yeah. he says, like, you're a good... You're an upstanding citizen. Of course, in another film, um, he would have had to have kicked the shit out of all of them for them to be doing that for him, wouldn't they? If it was Seagal, yeah. Seagal, he'd have killed at least three of them, wouldn't he? Yeah. Seagal then broke the, broke the ankles of the other guy, and they can't drive at all. And they probably burnt the car. 
Yeah, so he's going home. He's looking through his photo albums. It's nice, and you know, childhood memories. I think he's. Um, it looks like what he's doing. He's looking. He's got printing stuff and everything, hasn't yeah. he? It looks like a full ECG report from a bloody hospital test or something. Yeah. That he's got printing out. Or there. he's a wedding photographer on the side. <laughs> well, you know, that's Cabretti. This intense-looking gentleman and will be your photographer. <laughs> we'll be taking photographs of your special day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also, as I say, the night slasher he enters the hospital. We also get a brief cameo from Shoe Boogie from Rotor. <laughs> we do indeed. He's yeah. dancing around the fucking janitor closet. <laughs> Uh, not for long, though. He gets killed instantly yeah, by Brian. Unfortunately, Big Brian's hiding in the closet as well. Yeah, <laughs> just stabs him in the face with yeah. his knife. There's a there's an old old woman nurse. She gets in the lift, and uh, the night slasher is inexplicably dressed in the janitor's clothes and and also added glasses. Yeah, he's got little round glasses. What, what a master of disguise, except for his massive fucking recognizable face. Yeah, but now he's got glasses on, so it can't be him. Yeah, so it's just him, just with glasses on, and, and he's and in a janitor's outfit, which is no way going to fit him because he was a little Asian guy, the, yeah. uh, the the janitor, and yeah. he's like a six foot three massive guy, but yep. still he's wearing it. He's about to uh, stab her to death, but that's because she's telling him off. Yeah, she's so telling off the bloody night slasher. Yeah, you you guys aren't supposed to use this ele- uh, elevator or something. Yeah. This is health and safety gone, gone mad. Gone mad. Yeah, you got to use the bloody stairs with this shit. You yeah. can't be using the. She tells him off, and then before she gets out, just as he's about to just kill her for no real reason whatsoever, other than he hates everyone, she gets out the elevator, turns around, bollocks him again, yeah, and then just fucks it off somehow, surviving the the entire the, film, the, the movie, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he emerges on the floor Ingrid's kept on and immediately raises suspicion by mopping a carpeted floor. <laughs> I think he counted on that. It's not his job, is it? No. He's not a real janitor. A little late to be mopping up, says a nurse who's talking to an off-duty cop who's possibly the same one from Samurai Cop who yeah, let Robert Zadar ju- in. Just always <laughs> hanging around the bloody nurse's station, aren't they? The one who let Robert Zadar in hiding in a bin. Yeah, well, actually, if you do watch the director's cut of this, uh, Robert Zadar is in the mop bucket uh, that he's carrying with him, (laughs) (laughs) dressed as as a doctor. Yeah, just in case he gets caught. (laughs) Like, if he got caught in that bin, oh, it's fine because he's a doctor. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, and uh, the cop asks her if, uh, oh, do you want me to go and say something to him? But she says, oh, no, because I'm on my rounds anyway, so I'll just speak to him when I go past him. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to go and get killed. Yeah, yeah. That's basically what she's saying. And he's like, okay, then I'll just stand here. Yeah, away from the door. There's also supposed to be two others, uh, other policemen somewhere. I'll just stand here doing nothing whatsoever now that you're not here. Yeah. And the only reason I'm here is to speak to you and you're gone. But I'll stay here leaning up against this counter. At Cobra, he gets a call from his home and it's uh, it's from Police HQ and it's Gonzalez. He's asking, okay, I'm here now. What do you need me for? Yeah, I'm in your office. Uh, Yeah, what, what is it you need? And he says, that massive picture of Ronald Reagan, please. Yeah. That's what I need. Can you bring that down to the house? Yeah, yeah. It's fucking massive. It's like a life-size picture of Ronald Reagan <laughs> in his office. Yeah. He sure does love Reagan. And uh, he's like, what the hell are you doing at my office, you shit? And he says, well, I got a call from HQ saying that you wanted me here. Cobra tells him, get his ass back to the hospital. He shouts at him. <laughs> uh 
And Cobra, as he's about to leave his house, he gets attacked by two axe-wielding maniacs. Instantly attacked. There's no letting up in this film at no. all. It's just constant. One net to the next, one to the next. Go, go, go. Uh, we get a chase that ends up with both thugs getting killed. One of them gets fucking shot off the roof. Yeah, nice fall from height. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately we don't see him land. No, no just no, plummet. It, it is a shame. We, we That's get, an actual we, actor doing that, isn't we, it? We hear him. We hear him land, but I, I, you can like almost hear the inflatable uh, thing he's landing yeah. on. Yeah, It's a shame. I, I, I like to see people land. If That'd have been brilliant. Like a, a mark car. for death. Yeah, on, a, on top of a car. That would have been a splendid end. But no, no, he just gets shot off the roof and he, he just falls. Cobra jumps in his car, hightails it back to the hospital. Meanwhile, we see that nurse. She gets killed when she checks her patient who's got a bloody mop next to her. Yeah, I mean, she thinks, that's a bit weird, isn't it? I've told patients they're not supposed to sleep with bloody mops yeah. <laughs> next to their heads. She gets grabbed from under the bed and uh, that's her done, basically. Yeah, it's bloody Brian. Under the bed somehow, even though he's seven Brian's, foot tall. Brian's hiding under the bed of an old woman. Why the hell's he put the mop in the bed? No fucking what idea. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Uh, I know he's a murderer and everything, but what's he doing putting the mop in the bed? Is she dead, that old woman? Has he killed her? I'd I think assume so. Yeah. It's very rare you can put a mop next to a sleeping woman without her waking up. Is that true? It is true, yeah. You not tried it? Badmoviecallwithgmail.com, <laughs> let us know. If anyone out there has managed to do that without waking up the old lady... Give us a call. Yeah, let us know. Don't give us a call. I don't want to no, fucking no, no, speak to you. No, no, we wouldn't answer it. <laughs> no. No, um, yeah, do do that. Video try evidence. Try it. Yeah, try it. Yeah. It has to be real, though. You can't just get an old woman to pretend to be asleep and you put a yeah. mop next to her. Because we'll know. No, just going to the funeral homes either and just putting mops <laughs> next to actual old dead women. Yeah. All right? That's not funny. Yeah. Okay. We're talking to you. Yeah. You know you are. <laughs> yeah, you know. You know, you've done it before. Yeah. I told you about it then. Uh, the night slasher, he makes his way into Ingrid's room. He's got blood all over his hands now. He put gloves on. Yeah. There, and he's, he's got blood all over his gloves. And he stabs instantly. So, sort of like pretty he says hair something. Or something. I don't know what he bloody says. I he watched says it three not... times and I still couldn't figure out what he said. Something to do with her hair or some shit. Probably like, what? I prefer you without the wig. Yeah, why are you wearing a wig in the hospital? Like but uh, yeah, he stabs the bed that she's sleeping in. But luckily, I think she may have potentially been having a shit. I've written, I think Bridget Nielsen was having a shit. You reckon? I think she was. There's only two things in that room. One of them's a shower, the yeah. other one's a toilet. Now, yeah. she wasn't having a shower because her hair or her wig's not wet. Yeah. Um. So I think, and uh, knowing Bridget, you know. The way big you do. Lady, big lady, she's got a hell of a diet. I think uh, <laughs> super, of... supermodel. So, you know, I think she was. I think she was having a shit. Can anyone tell us that for for certain, Bridget? If you're listening, Bridget Nielsen, if if you are out there, can you clear um, it up for us, so to speak? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and have you still got that swimming costume? Badmoviecourt@gmail.com. <laughs> dot com. Let us know. Yeah, she exits the bathroom. She sees she sees yeah, the it's, night. It's weird because like yeah, so she she sees him. She obviously then screams a little bit just to let him know that she's there. He's not happy about it. He's not happy at all throughout the film, but he's even less happy now. Mm-hmm. And uh, tries to get in, but she locks it with a little tiny lock. Yeah, yeah, which you can't get can't get in. I'm pretty sure they're designed that you can open those locks just in case you know someone perishes it in was the toilet. It was a uh, bolt lock, though, wasn't it? It was. It was a That's un- bolt, unlikely, yeah. isn't it? In a hospital, turns out there's also another door just the other side anyway, and she escapes through that. Yeah, but that is that's also it's blocked. It's blocked by, like, hospital equipment. That's a, that's a fire. That's a health and safety nightmare well, as well. I don't know where that door goes to, though. 
Imagine, it looks like into the corridor by the look of it, to be that. honest. Imagine I'm there walking the corridor of a hospital, open a door, and Bridget Nielsen's having a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. That's a story for telling the rest of your life, isn't yeah. it? Unfortunately, you fall back out and Arnie and Robert Patrick are either side of <laughs> you with roses. <laughs> yeah, shot to death in the corridor. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yes, yeah, it, it's blocked and she can't get out. Brian... He's smashing through the door. He's got his knife. He's like flicking his knife through the little hole he's made in the uh, in the door. A bit like uh, Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flashing his knife around the shop. Yeah, a bit like Shackmar's little hands in Shackmar when he's trying to get through the door. <laughs> It's my oh, favourite bit of Shackmar. Yeah. Imagine if Brian Thompson had tiny hands. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Massive guy, <laughs> tiny hands. Yeah, like Scary Movie 2. That would be the tagline. Yeah. <laughs> On the front. Brian cover. Thompson is tiny hand. Tiny hands, H-A-N-S. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the pitch. <laughs> Yeah, she manages to get into the corridor and she manages to uh, to hit the fire alarm. Means all the patients immediately leave, except obviously the ones that are bed bound. <laughs> but uh, yeah, fuck it, them, right? Immediately as well, don't they? Yeah. As soon as that alarm starts, people immediately just come out of their rooms. Yeah. <laughs> like as if they were stood right by the door. Yeah. All of them. Brian, he loses her in the crowd. Yeah. And ends couple up of, just... A couple of Burns victims. There they're going, oh, for fuck's sake, not again. And uh, he ends up uh, leaving the hospital. He can't find her. We'll fight another day. Yeah. Nobody notices him either, even though he's like about uh, six inches taller than everybody else in that bloody scene. And covered in blood. Yeah, and looking like Brian Thompson. <laughs> His tiny hands. Hold me closer, tiny hands. You know, like during that hospital scene, yeah, there's all that uh, commotion and everything, and uh, Cabretti is running up the corridor to try and get her. Yeah. A lot is often said about uh, Steven Seagal's running style, and rightly so, because it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But Stallone is a very ungainly runner as yeah. well, isn't he? He, he, I mean, you see it in the Rocky films, obviously, where he's running up the beach, where he just looks yeah. like he's maybe also having a dump as he's going, maybe with his little shits. You know what uh, I think he looks like? You know at the end of sprints where people put their head forward? Yes, he looks like he's doing it all the way through, yeah. isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> 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 flailing it yeah. forward, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the old uh, chicken neck that he's got going on, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but he, he's like running through the hospital, isn't he? And the, the bit there where the alarm's going off and he's trying to get there. He's not a good runner either. No. But you see, people ignore that. What's Van Damme's running like? Um, I'm not sure about Van Damme running. I think he just uh, jump kicks his way to wherever he needs to be. (laughs) Exactly, I think that's what he does. (laughs) Jumping spin kick. Yeah. Yeah, all the way to the shops. What about Arnie? He's the fucking running man, Arnie. He runs normally, doesn't he, Arnie? He runs across the airport, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's actually got a good running stance. Yeah. He's watching the film, like the footage, isn't he? Killian watches the footage of him running, and he falls in love with him immediately. So is that, is that why Arnie was the the big action hero over the time? Because because he run. I think That's what separated I, I him. think it was. Yeah, I think that was it. What about Dolph Lundgren, can he run? He can barely walk these days. He looks like he's Dolph struggles. can't even spell run. Never <laughs> mind, actually do it. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. Does Chuck Norris run? 
Uh, Chuck Norris doesn't run from anything. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely course, not. Yeah. No, things just get further away out of respect. <laughs> it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Uh, anyway, cue another tongue lashing from Cobra. For, he, for Cobra, not from. No, he yeah, just, sorry, he for just, Cobra. He just stands there taking it with his dead eyes. Taking it like the bitch he is. Yeah, with his dead, doe-like eyes. He has very sad eyes. Yeah, he does. I got told I had sad eyes once. By who? Cobra? No, no, by by a young lady. Was Is that a nice thing to say? Uh, I don't know. Do you have sad eyes? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I wear glasses now. Like, but when I take them off, I do look uh, quite sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, you got like a like a clown. <laughs> the, tears, the tears of a clown. <laughs> yeah, she did. She, she told me that once. You you got sad eyes like that, no, or, she, or is no, it <laughs> just accusatory? Yeah, or? Just very angry about yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking hate sad eyes, you idiots. <laughs> yeah, like, the fuck away from me with your yeah, eyes. That didn't cheer me up much. <laughs> All my eyes. <laughs> He's telling the bigwigs, basically Cobra, that this this cult, they have someone on the inside. Do you know, is everyone's like the chief in this. How many chiefs <laughs> yeah. have they got? <laughs> yeah, everyone's every, a superior. It's, it's like there's a new office every time and there's another guy in there who's the, also the chief. And it's like, what, how many are there? Uh, obviously, top brass. They they tell Cobra to go piss up a rope with this bullshit accusations. Yeah, because he's there saying they've got an inside informant. They must have. He's fucking on the ball, Cobra. But how can they not at least entertain the idea? Because someone called Gonzalez away yeah. from the scene. Thing is, as well, they still don't buy into the fact there might be more than one of That's them. That's insane. They're yeah, still I've written not that. thinking that might be the case. And uh, they say, well, can you prove any of this? And Cobra says, not yet. And then uh, the captain, he pipes up. He says, Monty tells me you're withholding a sketch of the suspected killer. What is this, a goddamn game, when he sees it? Because obviously it's Mick Jagger. It's sort of totally useless. <laughs> what is this, Mick Jagger? And uh, Cobra says, well, he didn't say the magic word. And then Monty says, what is the magic word, Dr. Venkman? <laughs> <laughs> and Cobra says, please. Is that, sorry? <clears throat> please. Yeah, there's like, a son of a bitch. Yeah, you've been watching fucking Ghostbusters again, Cobra, yeah. haven't you? Yeah, old dickless here turned off the machine. <laughs> that <says>. is true. <laughs> is it true? That is true. This man has no dick. Best line of the film. Right? Yeah. I used to cut that out as well on TV. Yeah. Yeah, it always used to annoy me that. Uh, Cobra, he tells him that it's... He tells him that's it. He's had enough of this this meeting and he gets up and leaves. So, Freddy, do you know you have an attitude problem? Yeah, but it's just a little one. Um, there's a, a new cop being assigned to the case. Go on. You'll never guess who it is. It's bloody Officer Stork, isn't it? Why, though? Unless someone else in that role is in on it, why would they choose her? I don't know. Because she's a woman. I think that's why. Because Bridget Nielsen's a woman, and this female officer is a woman. So that's what it is, I think. Making her feel a bit more at home rather than just being with this intense gentleman and uh, Detective Gonzalez. We cut to the hospital the next day anyway. Cobra's got his sunglasses on indoors and he's eating an apple. They're taking Ingrid to a safe house is basically the gist of it. That's right. 
Monty meets him on the escalator. They talk about the fact that HQ took two of the three officers off off her door last night. Again, they don't seem to think there's an inside person on it. Monty swears that the call wasn't made. Cobra asks then who made it, and Monty says, well, it's your show. You fucking tell me. Yeah, which is just totally like... It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's the bit that should have been, then maybe it is an insider. It's got to be. As we, as I've already said, Detective Monty. Harsh sounding bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a fucking kids TV show detective. (laughs) But no, yeah, the the fact is that Gonzalez got called away, as did someone else, and it left him with fucking Officer Fucknuts at the desk. And that could only have come through the police channels, so it must be an inside job, but Monty's having none of it. Monty's having none of it, or he's refusing to entertain it because he's just going to put the whole blame on Cobra. That's what I think he's done. Yeah. He's dismissed that idea because it's Cobra's fault. Yeah, and Cobra's already get a bad rap. And not just him, but all Cobras. Yeah. One from G.I. Joe. Cobra versus Mongoose. Cobra and Ingrid, they head off in the car with Gonzalez. He's in a car behind them. And as they're leaving, Cobra turns the corner with Ingrid in tow and uh, Gonzalez, slow behind, he's too busy eating M&Ms or something like that. Something like that, yeah. And uh, the there's a truck that speeds out of nowhere and just takes Gonzalez's car out. Uh, what are your thoughts on this car chase scene that we get now? Then uh, top quality. It's top, really good, top isn't quality it? Quality action yeah. staple. This one, yeah, yeah, really enjoyed this one. Yeah, because uh, the truck it, after it knocks Gonzalez off the road, it does a drive by on Cobra's car and he goes in pursuit. But then you've also still got uh, Cho and Night Stalker in the other car. Yeah, so he's in he's in pursuit, but he's also being pursued. So he's. Yeah. Uh, He's the meat in the sandwich, as Stallone has often been. It ends up basically with him driving. He, he drives in front of the truck, like does a does a, a turn and drives backwards. So yeah, he's facing. yeah, yeah. Because he gets um he gets his car hit, doesn't he, by bullets? So yeah. he, he's he like handbrakes the car, so he's reversing, uh, shoots the car that's now in front of him but was behind him. That blows up inexplicably yeah, the, because you know yeah, that, the that's, truck. What, that's what that's what that's what happens to vehicles. Yeah, and uh, then he just spins back around and carries on the chase. Yeah, superb moments. Yeah, the truck blows up and uh, we carry on the chase with um, night we, we've slasher. Got a, yeah, we've got a pavement mount, which is always good. You yeah. always mount mount the uh, the sidewalk for a, a few chairs being scattered furniture that people are sat on outside when it dives out yeah, the way. cafes and stuff like that they all get run over yeah they go into a multi-story car park um night's night slasher and his uh his mate they escape out the bottom exit cobra goes for a bit more of a grandiose exit he should certainly i say does doesn't he he goes he goes crashing through the railings of this first floor, I believe, and lands in the street. Now, if this was a real car, that car would be fucked. Yeah. The suspension would, would be still, gone. Oh, it'd actually still be up in the first floor of the car. Oh, yeah, that's also true. Smashed halfway through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> that's also true. I'm yeah. not sure what the car parks were made of back in the eighties, but uh, not concrete by the look of it. They end up at the docks. Is it a, a double fuel tanker moment? Of, where yeah, yeah, yeah. where um, the night slasher drives through that, or Cho drives through the uh, the double tankers, and the night stalker through the back window fires his shotgun and blows up both of the tankers. Yeah, which is beautiful again, mm-hmm. but not as beautiful as Cobra's car driving straight through the flames. Yeah, that's superb yeah. moments. Yeah, get a couple of them, don't we? Driving through the flames because uh, Ingrid does it later on in the film. Yeah, and uh, let's not forget, of course, that Ingrid is on board uh, <laughs> Cobra's car right now. She's a civilian 
and the only witness to major crimes and murders, and uh, she's bouncing around in the passenger seat of this lunatic's car. Yeah, he's smashed through bloody windows. He's he's been through a car park, and she's just sat next to him. It's yeah. like, oh, are we there yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, through through the flames and everything, and then. He flips the nitrous, <laughs> of all things, because, you know, all the cop cars have got the bloody nitrous, yeah. even though there's no reason for this bit. He doesn't really do much. Yeah, all, all you all you young listeners, who I call the Fast and Furious generation, oh, yeah. thinking nitrous was born through Vin Diesel's anus. No, that's not the case. <laughs> no, it was from Stallone's. Yeah, this was first birthed yeah. by Stallone in 1986. Cobra. You've yeah. got nitrous. I think, actually, the Lone Wolf McQuaid, did he have nitrous? I think so, it? and it's probably also in Death Race, wasn't it, probably? Yeah. yeah, that was Stallone as well. So, you know, maybe it was Stallone that invented it. <laughs> he invented nitrous. <laughs> maybe he did. Well, around this time, he would have told you that, yeah. Yeah, he'd put his name all over it. They go crashing through a... Um... Uh, they go over bridges now, don't they? Little humpback uh, like uh, <laughs> bridges where they're both they're all just flying off the road every time they go over a, a bump. You know what this reminds me of? Go on. Out for justice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where he's going through Brooklyn. Yeah, and yeah. he's going over the the, hump, the bumps in the yeah. road. It's brilliant, though. This is yeah. like all the same chase. You got all this. Yeah, that's it's, what I it's mean. Like, everything, everything you could want in a chase is it all in this one. The eighties were the time of chases, like yeah. the Blues Brothers chase as well. Oh, I mean, that's eighties. Yeah, yeah, superb. Yeah, man. you got like I think a bit earlier, but Bullet. That's like seventies, isn't it? Yeah, you know, that's yeah, a, that was over the famous... San Francisco, wasn't it? That yeah, that's going way. down the big steep yeah. San Francisco. Yeah, that was very famous stuff. Yeah, so now they're bouncing around all over the place, coming off the road at all times. Every time they go over a bump, they're in air, then they land, and then they go over another one. It's brilliant. It really is good. Anyway, yeah, so then, all of a sudden, Stallone flips his car through a boat, of all things. They're at the docks. Yeah, it's like a boat that's like dry docked for repairs or something, yeah. isn't it? and do you know what he says? Holy ship. Oh, you'd have been brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah. No, he says. Holy uh, ship. He says, "Ahoy there, Captain! <laughs> <laughs> Permission to come aboard." <laughs> no, it's actually not boat related what he says, but it still made me laugh. He actually says, "Get down." <laughs> To her, what, what like James Brown? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she just starts dancing. <laughs> Got a disco ball in his car. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Of course, they're both okay. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. They both just get out, and they're all right. They just like shakes their fist. And she goes, "I'll get you, Night Slasher." Yeah, and they get away, Joe and Night Slasher. Yeah, laughing. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't laugh at all. Brian Thompson's never laughed. Cut to the police headquarters. It's night time. For some reason, the management seem to think that it's just one guy again, even though Cobra's already... Yeah, it's just another office shouting match. You've got some more people in the office now. I don't know yeah. who the fuck they are. There's a guy who's even above the chief now, isn't He's there? just all sat in the, like, around the perimeter of the bloody office, not even speaking. I mean, Cobra's already blown up a truck full of people and visually identified at least two more, and they still think it's one person. Yeah. He says, because we're dealing with an army of guys. That's why we can't stop them. And uh, old uh, Monty is just like, you got any evidence of that? And instead of just saying, well, I've just fucking seen them for one. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's just seen them. We've just gone through their entire streets, smashing things to yeah. pieces. Everybody can knows that it's not just one bloke. <laughs> yeah. He says, the only eyewitnesses you have is some hysterical woman who's just sitting there. 
<laughs> yeah, just putting a makeup back on and readjusting the wig. Uh, Monty rec- uh, recommends keeping Ingrid at uh, headquarters rather than in a safe house upstate. And Cobra thinks it's a bad idea on account of the death cult stopping at nothing to kill her. Don't really understand it, but why not? Mm-hmm. Detective Monty says, Excuse me, gentlemen, but i got to say what I think. And I think this whole sorry ordeal is like some damn sick joke, if you ask me. He's had enough of this shit, basically. And he grabs hold of Monty. And Monty yells that he's a, he's a psychopath. And the bigwigs agree to let Cobra go with Ingrid, saying at least we got them out of the city. It's almost like, you know, just fucking get, let them out. Yeah, yeah, because if they do attack, at least it's not our problem. Yeah. I think that's what he's saying there. Why is none of them just, like, telling Monty to shut the fuck up? I know. They're his boss as well. They're not just Cobra's boss. They're also this dickhead Monty's boss. Imagine if you're in the police force and someone else looks like Stallone is called Cobra and you're called Detective Monty. (laughs) Yeah, and you're the dick to him. Yeah, exactly. Imagine that. (laughs) Yeah, and you're bullying him all over the place. Yeah, it's not happening. We get more music as we watch everyone on a form of transport for a bit. Literally everyone in who we've seen in the film, we see in some mode of transport yeah, now. it's montage time. Now that's interspersed with random chatting by Cobra and Ingrid. Yeah, he's got some uh, philosophy, hasn't it? Yeah. He's like, uh, basically, um, do, you th- do you really think we'll be okay? He's just like, yeah, well, you got to have faith. He looks a bit like George Martin. Puts his sunglasses on, brings the guitar around. Yeah. And She's there, snapping her fingers along. To just it. out of time. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. <laughs> just clicking randomly. <laughs> but I got a few Yeah, Gonzalez is in the back. Playing the maracas with uh, two two bags of Skittles. <laughs> he also complains about the justice system, Cobra. Yeah, he does, yeah. Not in song form. No. <laughs> he says, we put them away, they let them out. Yeah, and she's like, well, can't you just arrest them and put them in prison? Yeah, you know, like she's just thought of it. Yeah, and like, he's like... She's just revolutionised the entire justice system with that <laughs> idea. Yeah, and he's like, well, speak to the judges. Yeah, tell it to the judge. We get more shots of Gonzalez buying a load of sweets and Cobra yeah, moaning yeah, about we, it. Yeah, we stop, we stop off now for some supplies. Yeah, we, Gonzalez and Ingrid are dressed exactly the same in this. What, in the little white swimsuit? <laughs> yeah, I don't know <laughs> what Gonzalez is doing. <laughs> Gonzalez says he looks like they're talking about Cobra, who's sort of standing at like. <laughs> Cobra is standing at like a. It is an absolute shit store, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a little shop that's like just full of just random tat, isn't it? Yeah. And he says he looks like a fugitive from the 50s, but he sure is great at catching psychos. A fugitive from the 50s? Yeah, he doesn't, does he? No. Anything like it. He says he's part of the zombie squad. Yes. And she says, what's the zombie squad? And he says... I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he says, the bottom line. We get some fun shit now as Cobra checks out some tat on a desk and we find out that his full name is because Gonzalez says, hey, you want to have a good laugh? You want a real knee slapper? Say this to him. And uh, she tells us that his name is Marion. Yeah, and, and, uh, you know, it's not funny. Nobody laughs. No. No, he just says, yeah. He says, I wish you had a tougher name like Alice. 
Uh, they laugh together. She's laughing like he he he, and he's laughing like, <laughs> and uh, they hit the road again. Yeah, that was a great scene. I'm so glad it was in there. Yeah, Alice yeah. Cabretti could maybe be a character in a in a future film pitch, maybe daughter. a sequel. The daughter of um... it's a, it's his son, <laughs> obviously. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! We're in a diner this time. Ingrid's putting a shit ton of ketchup on her fries. Too much, isn't it? Way too much. But to be honest, the first time she does it, it's probably acceptable. It's but you'd never be using acceptable. a fork. Yeah, exactly. You'd definitely be using a fork. Yeah. You wouldn't put it all over your, your fries and then use your fingers. No. It's like covered in bloody ketchup. It's ridiculous. Uh, Cobra shows her his massive burger. Yes, yeah, and she shows him hers. Yeah. <laughs> and she wins. Tells her that, yeah. He tells her it, that it, her it, lunch it, is it's ready. It's a joke, you see. It's a joke. It's like a wooden burger in the in the place. Um, he also he, he puts the jukebox on, doesn't he? He does. He puts on a beautiful slow song. Abuses, yeah, a slow, slow Sally, love song. Sally's song. Uh, this film is a fucking laugh a minute now because uh, he says to her, do you have a life preserver? And she says, why? And he says, because your French fries are drowning. <laughs> he means in ketchup. That's in, that's incredible. That Me, line. Meanwhile, uh, Detective Stork or Officer Stork is uh, on the phone, which uh, obviously uh, he spots. Officer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's a detective, you see, so he can see that the the cops on the phone. Yeah, she's gone along for the ride. By the way, she's still on the case. Yeah, we never seen her up until now. But um, what she is doing? Where to... was she when they were looking at the fucking tat store? Exactly. Yeah, probably having a shit or two. I'd expect. And what she's doing, though, to just, you know, to make sure that he doesn't see, she's doing the point and face from um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Donald Sutherland. She might as well be doing that because she's looking at him, looking at her watch, like putting her hand on her forehead, like shouting into the phone and Cobra just glancing at her. So we already know she's up to something. Ingrid says, do you ever let go? And he looks down, and sure enough, he's grabbed hold of her. <laughs> Just squeezing the life out of her. Yeah, yeah. And he says, sure. And she says, so what do you do to relax? And he says... He gets up and does the Cossack dance. <laughs> yeah. Hop, 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 Starts singing. <laughs> he actually... And Gonzalez in full Mexican <laughs> Copacabana <laughs> outfit. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Just like uh, Jim Carrey in the mask. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Start singing. It's a great. It's a great moment. It's a lovely scene. And uh, yeah, good break from character. Well done to both of them. <laughs> she says, "So, what do you do to relax?" He says, "Look for trouble." And she says, "No, I mean, do you ever get involved?" And he says, "With a woman?" <laughs> no. She says, "Yes." And he says, "With a real woman." <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means, <laughs> whatever that insinuates, I don't know. I'm guessing that's why the uh, keyword was robot girlfriend or whatever the yeah, fuck it was. Uh, uh, it's um, it's incredible. You can see why she was attracted to him with this kind of uh, natural, charismatic conversation. And he says, nothing regular. And she says, why? And he says, well, let's just say that not many people could put up with the way I live. Cuts pizza with fucking scissors for a start. <laughs> yeah. Who's putting up with that? <laughs> How long's that even been there? He got home and it was there. Ugh. If he's eating it that way, it's probably been there about three months, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah. She's there thinking, right, I'm going to make a nice cake. Let me get these eggs. Oh my God, it's a gun cleaning kit. Imagine if she went and lived with him. The first thing she'd, if she's anything like Barbara Carrera, she'd throw his fucking beers out, oh, obviously. Everything would be gone, yeah. 
And she says, well, what if you found a person that could put up with the way you live? And he says... I won't, okay? Stop talking about <laughs> it. Fucking hell. <laughs> he says, I'd say she'd have to be a little crazy. It's one of those where you just think, just get on with it. We get a quick shot of the cult gang heading out on their motorbikes. Yeah, that's always nice. Go back to the gang. They're going to sleep for the night. The good guy, uh, the good guys this time. Ingrid's fluff, uh, fluffing up her pillows. Yeah, quite right too. Always nice to see. Gonzalez is cocking his gun. Always nice to see. And Stark is still on the fucking phone. Yeah, she's on another phone now. <laughs> she's on a different bloody phone. Thing is, right? They've already set off. How's she contacting them now? There's no bloody cellular phones back in these days. So she's on a like a, a pay phone. So where are they? And how does she know how to reach them? It's a good question. Thank you very much. Didn't even write it down. I just thought of it then. Maybe you know those phones that you get in the eighties cars. Maybe they got one of them on their bikes. No chance. It's a bloody <laughs> night slasher. He's not an executive businessman. <laughs> He's got the re- the red suspenders <laughs> <laughs> underneath his uh, tunic made of female nipples or whatever the fuck he's got. And yeah, definitely got one of them. You got more fucking victims than sixteen if you're going to make a tunic out of nipples. <laughs> you to do that with sixteen victims. <laughs> sixteen, didn't they know of Ken? It's my thirty-two nipple tunic. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> nice thread count. <laughs> more to come. Uh, she leaves the phone booth. Cobra's standing there behind her, asking what she's up to. She tells him she was checking on things at home. Tells him that she thinks he, uh, Cobra's doing a great job. Cobra gets all smug, tells her thank you, same as you. She fucks off to bed. Time for Cobra to hit the hay. That's it. I don't really, you don't really need that scene, but it's in there. He goes back to his room and starts tooling up. Yeah, my note is time for Cobra to hit the hay. And by hit the hay, I mean field stripping all of his weapons. Yeah. And um, polishing his grenades. He's got fucking grenades. Got a lot of grenades. He's a cop. They just give grenades to cops, do they? No. No. He's got bloody loads of them, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's got loads of grenades. He's got more grenades than sense. (laughs) If you ask me. Yeah, he's got more grenades than I've got bollocks. Yeah, he's got four. Nah. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) No, he has. He's got loads of grenades. Um, we keep getting into cut with the bad guys on uh, route, uh, or as I like to say, on croot, <laughs> which is uh, a deliberate comedy mistake I like to make when I'm uh, messaging people saying I'm on croot, <laughs> which of course is a cookery term. Yeah, I mean, this is either the the death cult on bikes or the ninja biker <laughs> bikers from Miami connection. Oh, yeah, well, they are tough guys. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. He's got a laser sight gun and everything, hasn't he? Yeah, Cobra. This is ridiculous. He's, he's, he's got loads of shit. He's got like. a laser sighted machine gun. He's a fucking police. <laughs> he's a lieutenant. Anyway, um, as impressive as all of his weapons are, wait until Bridget Nielsen gets hold of him because. Uh, she sits up in bed with her massive hair. She's got more hair now than she had like any other point in the film. And she's in bed. Why is she like wearing fucking, a fucking wig in bed? It's like fucking Brian May. Why is she doing that? I don't know, but she says, Oi, come over here. Yeah, she says, I can't sleep. Come over here. And he says, Well, I, 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 I suppose I will be safe. Yeah, because yeah, she says, I won't hurt you. And he's like, Huh. Maybe emotionally and financially later on in real life. <laughs> she says, uh, what will you do when this is all over? Will they see each other again some more once this is finished? And uh, uh, he says, yeah, that's a good idea. 
And she says, I think it might be yes. And he says, then we both agree with that then. And he says, I'm going to go check the window. And before he can leave, she grabs him and they give him, they give it, they have a kiss. And then she says, I think it might be a very good idea. To check the window. How erotic all of this has been. It's absolutely grammatically correct, which is mm-hmm. <laughs> always the most erotic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Certainly gets me going. Why would she be attracted to Cobra? Because he's a mysterious character, isn't he? He's not shown any interest in her, which she's not used to. The bloody photographer, you know. He can't speak. He's 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 multi-layered. He's nearly got a killed at every opportunity. He's complex. He wears sunglasses and chews a matchstick. Exactly. What a complex character. Oh, man. Plus, he looks like that. That's the look. Yeah. That's the look, you see. That, that did it. He's got he's got demons. He's got demons, but he's wrestling them. And he's wrestling them on his own. She wants to tag in. But maybe, just maybe, he can open up. That's what she wants. <laughs> That's what she does. <laughs> the next morning. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we'll skip all that because we don't get to see any of that, thankfully. The next morning, Cobra says uh, they need to check on Stark, see where she is. Gonzalez says yep. she's not there. She's gone. Uh, that's because we we already see her eyes open. So she's in bed and her eyes open. Yeah, it's like uh, Sigourney Weaver in Ghostbusters. Yeah, she's or, on the bed. Or Peter Bark in uh, Burial <laughs> Yeah, That's maybe more accurate, yes. <laughs> yeah, Cobra's already awake. He goes out, so he gives us a very, very slow blink where he looks like he's falling asleep again. But that's he just has to, yeah, Stallone, but, isn't it? But as he opens his eyes, I'm sure I heard the cry of an eagle. <laughs> Which I did write down because I'm sure that is what plays. Really? Yeah, he closes his eyes and then as he opens them again, like a second later, which is a long blink, a second. Yeah, if your eyes close for a second, that's quite a long blink. Mm. And I'm sure an eagle cries as he opens them again. Which one? <laughs> Don Henley. I thought so, yeah. yeah. It's always him. We hear sirens and Cobra tells Gonzalez and Ingrid to get inside. That's, that's because, um, it, first of all, they say, go go and wake up Stark. And he says, oh, no, she's gone. And he says, what do you mean, gone? And he says, uh, still here. <laughs> and he said, hang on, that doesn't mean gone. He's like, no, 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 no. I thought it was rhetorical. I was being sarcastic. He said, well, I ain't got time for that now. <laughs> <laughs> he says, okay, I'm sorry. He says, that's okay. But in future, yeah, when I say something wasn't, like wasn't that. Wasn't that the lyrics to Breakfast at <laughs> Tiffany's? <laughs> he says, when I say things like that, right, yeah, I don't need your snappy comebacks, all right? He says, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. He says, all right then, just for next time, all right? Doesn't matter now, but for next time. He's like, fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think those lyrics were, I said, what about Breakfast at Tiffany's? I think I remember we both liked that film. And he said, no, I was talking about the the book. By Truman Capote. By by Truman Capote, who also wrote in Badlands and that stuff, you know. And he was like, oh, shit, yeah, yeah, I, I know. Uh, I thought you meant the film with George Peppard. He said, no, that was the A-Team. Great great lyrics. Yeah. That was your, before it was edited, that was your initial. That was my uh, initial lyrics draft, yeah. Yeah, when you wrote it. I can't believe they changed it, to be honest. It's quite catchy. Gonzalez says about Stark, I never liked that bitch. Yeah. And Stallone says, me neither. Yeah. And that's because um, she's very clever. That Not only is she not where they thought she was going to be, but she's now openly just telling people the plan of how to kill everyone that's on site. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so th- th- now they know she's a double-crosser, which I thought 
uh, uh, suspicions were aroused when he kept finding her on the phone. But apparently, no. apparently not at no. all. No, no it, it's only now where there's no detective work involved. They see her talking to the uh, the axe killer cult or whatever the hell they're called. Yeah, so anyway, now they know she's a bad guy, and uh, we can just crack on with the action. Gunfight now. The the gang, they attack this little town. It's like a foundry. Stallone says in the in the diner that it's like a town that's literally there just because there's a big foundry there. And they just start killing random people in the streets, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they go to the police station. They get subdued. Not sure if they're killed or anything, but I don't know. It doesn't matter. We don't really see it, but whatever. Get lots of guys flying off bikes while they're attacking uh, Cobra and Gonzalez. One guy falls through the ceiling. Yeah, he I shoots, that was, him, shoots that was you. him through the skylight. It was me. I was yeah. having a look at Bridget. And then it's my turn. I drive myself through the front door for some reason. Yes, you do, yeah. Nearly kill myself and then I'm instantly shot by Stallone. Don't know why the fuck anyone would think that was a good <laughs> idea, but he does it. Some guy just randomly on his motorbike head first through the front door. Uh, the gang, they petrol bomb the windows. Yeah, Gonzalez is on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally just on fire now. Yeah, he takes one to the knee, gets yeah, shot. Yeah, he gets his leg shredded by bullets. Yeah. I've, I've written, I think he takes a couple to the leg. Yeah, they, they all do manage to escape it before it burns to the ground. Cobra throws a, f- a few grenades before jumping in the back of a pickup truck that Ingrid's just pulled up in. He nearly gets uh, snipered by Cho, who's got his rifle from mm-hmm. a distance, but manages to get in the in the truck before that happens. He does shout briefly into a into the building, just see if Gonzalez is there. He's not, so they they both leave. Fuck you, Gonzalez. He's probably at the diner having some fries. The gang they're in pursuit on bikes. Cobra shooting them off the the back of the truck with yeah, the machine yeah, he's, gun. He's in the back, isn't he? The pickup truck, looking looking cool. Yeah, she's now driving. Yeah. You know, a bit more safe than his, his driving from earlier, but not much. We've got people sliding off bikes. They literally go driving in front of the truck only to both fall off the bikes. Ingrid smashes through a roadblock that's on fire. She uh, she actually also runs somebody over, which I did like. Yeah, how did yeah. they do that? Cause that looked, I think they just murdered Just killed man. someone, yeah. Yeah, they just ran a man over. It looked real because it followed him all the way underneath the truck and then out the back yeah. where he nearly gets hit by the bikes. Yeah. And even the bikes actually move out of the way, so maybe it was a real man. <laughs> yeah, or maybe there's <laughs> some fancy eating fucking pavement. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, they'd have come off, wouldn't they? Yeah, they, she smashes through a Robux on fire because Cobra tells her to. Yeah, Cobra, go, go through! Cobra gets thrown off at full speed from the back, but he's totally fine. He's because he rolls into it, doesn't <laughs> he? It's ridiculous. <laughs> he's going about 80 <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> he hit the fucking pavement like a rock. He, he rolls through. <laughs> <laughs> he does literally hardly even fall gums off balance. He rolls through once, and then he's yeah. back in with his guns. Quite right, too. They head off on foot through an orange grove, which is beautiful. It's a beautiful, it's lovely, lovely scenery. But it is until Cobra starts throwing grenades just randomly into the orange grove, and Ingrid gets chased by Stark into into the smelting place, the big uh, the big factory there, the the foundry. Yes, yes. Uh, Ingrid sees an employee through some glass, shouts for help. Yeah. How's, how's this guy's luck as well? Yeah, he just says, oh yeah, just go round. Just go round through. Yeah, just come through. And as he says that, Stark turns up and kills him. He just shoots him. Yeah, yeah. He just blasts him to pieces. Yeah, he's yeah. just trying to do his job. Yeah, and it's almost like a James Bond film now because he falls back and manages to start the whole system. And suddenly we're in the uh, the smelting plant from Terminator 2. Yes, we are indeed, yeah. Yeah, and quite similar to um, Death Warrant. 
where they go yep. into the boiler room in death warrants at the end of the prison. Yep, and also a question for our US listeners: Is there a lot of uh, foundries next to orange groves? It's, uh, I mean, it's as, as as it goes for scenery on your lunch break. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, just, just all these guys just, covered in <laughs> just covered in shit. Yeah, just looking yeah. at the orange groves. Just looking, yeah. This is nice, isn't it? Beautiful. Having their sandwiches outside in the orange groves. Metal sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> Before heading back in for some more smelting. <laughs> uh, Cobra, he's now taken to planting grenades around the place rather than just throwing them. And he shoots them from a distance to kill a couple of guys. Nice, nice touch. Some guy, the fucking biggest dumbass in any film ever, decides to walk through the oven that's on with the flames poking out. I wondered what that was. I thought thought they always just have, like, fires. It's it's an oven thing, isn't it, to temper the metal? Just always having those things lit. Yeah, he's just like, I'm just going to fucking walk through this. And as soon as he gets halfway... Stone just turns it on and he's yeah, just, just burned just to death. up the dial, doesn't it? And just, just blows him to pieces, just f- fully on fire. Who the fuck's that henchman? Blind Willie McTell. <laughs> blind Pew. It's, it's me, Blind Pew. Cobra's, you know, he's heading he's, off. He sets up his laser sight as well, doesn't he? Does, he does, yeah. yeah. He's, he's heading off and uh, that's when Cho turns up. Yeah. He's in pursuit of Cobra, uh, shooting his rifle at him misses a few times and Cobra ends up above him. Joe shoots upwards. Again, this is ridiculous. It's like Home Alone, this. <laughs> shoots upwards, misses him, hits a petrol canister that douses uh, Cho below him and Cobra takes... Obviously, he's got a match in his mouth. Of course he has. Strikes it, drops it down. He says, you have the right to remain silent. And then Cho is fully on fire. He's fully ablaze. Yeah, but he doesn't remain silent, does he? Because he's screaming in agony after yeah. being set on fire. Yeah. Which, you know, which you would. Imagine being a policeman and thinking, this is how I'm going to subdue this person. I'm going to just set him fully on fire. <laughs> it's a zombie squad. The different rules. Yeah. Uh, Stark, she's telling Ingrid to, she says, die, bitch. Yeah. Ingrid's climbing a ladder for no reason. <clears throat> and Cobra turns up and shoots her. Yeah, just shoots her dead. See you later, Stark. Yeah, thanks for coming. Night Stalker appears at the top of the ladder. Cobra has him on yeah, the run, though. what's he doing up there? How'd he get up there? I don't know. Where is up there? Don't know. In the rafters with Jack Nicholson. What are you doing up there? <laughs> <laughs> From Batman, of course. Yeah. It can truly be said that it is a Brian Thompson in the Belfry. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah. Maybe he was up there with John Connor and getting him safe from the, the T2. I tell you what, he'd have been a good Terminator, Brian Thompson. He fucking would have, you yeah. know. It looks like, you know, um, the uh, Terminator 2 ripoff. The, Rotor? Uh, no, the uh, Italian one. No, the, there's a front cover of that, and it's like it's supposed to be Schwarzenegger with the the eye, but it was a it was a rip off of it. It looks like Brian Thompson. He would have been great, and yeah. like because it obviously he is in Terminator. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, but, but he should have been very, a Terminator. Very, very poor. Yeah, I don't know whether he was like a, a double as well. Could have stunt he doubled might have, him. Could yeah, have, could have, yeah, it'd, it'd it'd have been quality. Because Arnie's not like massive, is he? No, no, no. I mean, Brian Thompson's a big fella. Because yeah. in this, he's he's a big lad. Yeah, because Arnie's only like six foot, isn't he? He's six two, I think. Is. is he? Yeah, yeah. I think Brian is as well. About the same. Age. Yeah. Yeah. It'd have been pretty brilliant if he'd have done that. Yeah. You should, was he ever in a Universal Soldier? Because he'd have been great in one of them as well. I'm not sure. I don't think he is. I'm not sure. I don't think he is either. No. Could have been. Should have been. But anyway, yeah, he appears at the top of this fucking ladder for some reason and uh, tries grabbing Ingrid. Um, I don't know. I mean, if I'm Night Stalker and my whole fucking gang's been killed, I might as well just make a run for it. To be honest, you just go home. 
Yeah. The thing is, you're still going to look like Brian Thompson, though, aren't you? That's so true. eventually someone's going to arrest you just for looking evil. Yeah, well, that's better than what happens now, isn't it? Because I suppose, yeah. Cobra, like, shoots at him and he lets uh, Ingrid go and she falls down the ladder or whatever. And uh, Cobra has him on the run. Stallone turns into a bit of a red brown ear with his constant calls to get out of there and move, move, move. <laughs> Uh, Night Slasher pulls his knife out and he's got his sawn off shotgun he shouts at Cobra he says let's bleed pig yeah some good, good lines about pigs and stuff there. let's bleed pig oh you pig I want your eyes pig I want them you want to go to hell huh huh pig Yeah, maybe he says pig too often, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, he's just say pig at the end of every sentence. <laughs> we are the hunters. We kill the weak, so the strong survive. You can't stop the new world. Your filthy society will never get rid of people like us. It's breeding them. We are the future. No. Your history. So this is like, a, what does it describe? It's like sort of survival of the fittest, Darwinism, I guess. Is like that, That's his whole, re, that's his motive, isn't it? I guess so. Yeah, his raison d'etre. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Monsieur. Uh, I know that uh, Brian Thompson did ask on set, he asked both uh, George, uh, the, the director. Cause, George cause, Lucas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was there. He asked the director and he asked Stallone, like... Um, you know, well, what's the deal the with... the fuck is this about? Yeah, he's like, he's like, what's the deal with Night Stalker and stuff? And, uh... Slasher. Uh, sorry, yeah. And Slasher. The... <laughs> Ramirez is just like that. Don't ask me. <laughs> yeah. What's the deal with the Night Slasher? And, and uh, they both, neither of them would say anything to him about him. <laughs> they just both ignored him. Yeah, pretty well, much. they just both looked at him and was like, fuck's this guy? Look yeah. at his face. Yeah, well, obviously, no one was allowed to speak to... Absolute, absolute madman. Look at him. He says the only time was when he went up to them and said in the in the scene where I'm sharpening knives and I'm in the, um, you know, in the lair or whatever, in the background, there's like photos of victims and stuff like that and files. Mm. And that was his idea because there was nothing in the background. And he says well, maybe, you know, he could have files. And, and uh, Stallone was like, yeah, okay. And told uh, the director to get that made for him. Did he have like a picture of a uh, Ferrari Testarossa on his on his uh, wall? <laughs> Cynthia Rothrock doing, yeah, the, the, doing pose. the high kick with the jean shorts. Yeah, but apparently he had absolutely no direction on how to play Night Night Slasher. Hey, you fucking well. He did, yeah. I like it. Anyway, Cabretti says uh, when he, when Night Slasher says we are the future, Cabretti says no, your history. Nice. Which is you know that should be the last line, but no. It isn't. There's a few that should be the last line. Yeah, he's done. He it does isn't. it a couple of times, yeah. doesn't he? Night Slasher taunts him, you know, saying he won't do it because murder is against the law. Yeah, take me in, pig. Yeah, he even said, I have rights. Yeah, he says. Uh, yeah, and again, like death warrant, he actually says, "You can't kill me." Yeah, which is what Burke says at the end. Uh, which the Sandman says to Burke at the end of Death Warrant. He says, "Take me in." They'll say I'm insane, won't they? Uh, the court is civilized, isn't it, pig? And uh, Cobra says. But I'm not. This is where the law stops. And I start, sucker. Turns into Booker T. <laughs> Brother. Let me tell you something. <laughs> 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 
Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Of course, he was in uh, Rocky Three, wasn't he? He was as yeah. uh, Thunder Hips. Thunder, thunder Chips. Dressed <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> as Eric Estrada. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. There he is, brother. <laughs> And again, that's another like ending line, it isn't is, it? Yeah, it really is. That should have been blown away, done. Last yeah. line. My, my note is he hits us with two lines that should end in death. Yeah. But before he can pull the trigger, Stark appears out of nowhere. Yeah, what the fuck? Two fucking shots to the chest. She's lasted longer than most fucking bad guys yeah. in this. Yeah, she's done well. She jumps on his back. Cobra turns away from uh, the Night Slasher. And he's got Stark on his back. The Night Slasher shoots the shotgun, kills Stark. Her back just explodes. Well, you know. Now it's one on one, man on man. Mano in mano. Night Slasher's still got his knife with him. There's a bit of a struggle. They manage to start pouring lava down a chute behind them, which doesn't come into play at all, which no. is, is a like shame. Terminator 2. Yep. Yeah, you just see a, a thumbs up. Just van- <laughs> vanishing into, in the background. <laughs> nice little nod to the future. Cobra eventually lifts him up as this massive fucking hook comes past, which yeah. is like, that's that's a health and safety nightmare. Well, we, that. We've been seeing the hooks come past. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't mentioned them, you know, due to the impact of this myth. But uh, yeah, yeah, there there have been some hooks going past. Not sure what for, but, you know, they work in a smelting plant, though. Yeah, it seems like a health and safety nightmare to be, for there to be a walkway where you'd have hot fucking metal on hooks come and, past. And hooks. Yeah. Hot metal! <laughs> Is what Brian Thompson shouts. <laughs> yeah. He ends up lifting him up, and he, he, as it comes past, he manages to latch Night Slasher onto it like Texas Chainsaw. And, or undefeatable. Oh, yes. <laughs> like without his eyes. Yeah. And he's carried off into the oven and um, gets set fully on fire. Yeah, I don't think he has any sort of reaction to it. He just sort of screams, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's just got like, ow. Arnie comes out saying he needs a vacation. Yeah, everyone's like... <laughs> <laughs> the cop from Undefeatable says, "Yes, yeah, see ya." <laughs> <laughs> it's like a big ensemble, isn't it? Yeah, yeah they all turn up. Yeah, see ya. Uh, cut to Gonzalez getting put in the back of an ambulance. Yeah, he's not dead after all. Thank goodness. Cobra asks if he can get him anything, and he says, "Yeah, I would kill for some gummy bears." And Cobra says, "Gummy bear, this sucker," and shoots him in the fucking face. <laughs> Zips the body bag up and throws him into the back of the ambulance. <laughs> and burns him. <laughs> yeah, puts him through the oven. <laughs> yeah, does the same for Bridget Nielsen. And she's like, oh, thank goodness that's all over. Punches her in the face, throws <laughs> her in the fire. <laughs> He's on a mission. Yeah. He can't or, be stopped. Or Cobra just repeats the word gummy bears back to him. <laughs> gummy bear. <laughs> And watches as Gonzalez smiles like an idiot and is taken to hospital. And he says, I'll, I'll meet you there. The captain and Monty, they arrive by Chopper to tell him he's done a hell of a job here. Yeah. I had a little think about it, Ken, when he said that. Probably about over a million dollars worth of damage. Yep. There's no many, way... Many, deaths. There's no way civilians weren't hurt or killed in yep. the town. Huge amount of death. If there even still is a town after that fire broke out. Not to mention the government probably having to close the foundry down with, you know, at least two people melted into the oven and... Uh, yeah, and the, and the, the foreman shot dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but besides that, hell of a job. Yeah, good work, buddy. And that's literally the only thing that's running the town is that foundry, <laughs> and that's been closed, so fuck it. I like it when uh, the captain then says, if there's anything you need, anything at all, 
And he says, well, could you fix my car? He's like, no. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely like not. He's like, that's not in the budget. And he's like, oh, okay, then. We'll see you back at headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good line, actually. Yeah, I like that. He's just like, anything, anything you want, buddy, you got it. What about my a- car? Nope. Yeah. No way, Jose. He offers him a transfer from Zombie Squad, but uh, no, he doesn't ask for that. He just wants his car repaired. Yeah, which he says no to. Uh, he leaves, and it's uh, Monty's turn to lick his ass. He says, uh, Cabretti, no hard feelings. You uh, kind of overdid it around here. I personally would have looked for a more subtle solution, See, but that's not your style. still being a dick, isn't he? Yeah. He's still being a dickhead. He says, no hard feelings, and offers his hand out to him. And Cabretti, in fairness to him, shakes it but then also punches him in the face. Yeah. And in fairness to Monty, he takes it quite well. He doesn't fall over. No, he just stumbles back, doesn't he, onto the bonnet of his car. And uh, Cabretti says, no hard feelings. Captain Sears offers him a lift home, uh, Cabretti, but he says he already has one and hops on a motorbike with Ingrid on it, who calls him Mar- Marion again. He backhands her. <laughs> <laughs> Throws her in the fire. <laughs> yeah. Everyone laughs, and the credits roll as we watch them head off on a bike to another song... Yet another song that yeah. really doesn't suit the tone of the no, film. Not at all, man. <laughs> got a body count for you ken really because i was wondering about that whilst i was watching it i was thinking i really hope there is a body count available for this got you one go on what are you going for what's your ballpark Uh, i I want i want a ballpark of how many in total and how many by cobra because i've got both okay i'm gonna go 75 total and i'm gonna go 45 cobra the actual body count is 52. Ooh, went way high. With Cobra killing 41 of them. Oh, I was close with that one, though, wasn't I? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Where's this ranking for you in terms of his, his action films? He's got, obviously, a, a vast amount of action films. I remember watching this and just really, really enjoying it. And he's, he's got everything. You, you've got you've got an action cop movie uh, checklist. This, it'll have it in. Yeah. Everything. Everything on that checklist is in this. Yeah. And he's, it, he's a mean, moody, doesn't play by the rules, but gets results grudgingly respecting. This is the blueprint, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's everything. Yeah, he's got a cool car. He doesn't take shit from anybody. And he just gets the job done. Incredible access to grenades and stuff. Yeah, he's living the dream that yeah. we all want. Yeah, except he eats pizza with a pair of scissors. And yet he has a go at Gonzalez for eating shit. And this is, of course, a, a first entry for Bridget Nielsen. How do you think she gets on in this? The accent's I'm not a... sure it's a first entry for Bridget Nielsen. Eh? <laughs> in a bad movie, cult. Uh, the accent's a bit thick in this one, isn't it? It, it is, yeah. Early doors in her it, career. It is. I mean, uh, Rocky Four. I think she puts it on, but she... Oh, I, don't know, I don't know if she pretends to be Russian in that. I think she just uses her accent. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Dolph Lundgren pretends to be Russian. I think it's just their accent. Everyone just accepted that's what the accent was. Yeah. Like Van Damme in uh, No Retreat, No Surrender. We just accept that's Russian, shall we? Yeah, you know, you got blatantly yeah. sounds. Who cares? Yeah. Sort of French yeah. This is where yeah. they're from, okay, everyone? Everyone's like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly sounds weird. And how do you think she gets on in this? 
um, unnecessary hair. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, that's not that's. I wouldn't be what I take away from the film. Mm-hmm. Obviously, white swimsuits. What I'm taking away, if I could, <laughs> I'd still be having it now. I'd be wearing it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I prefer, I, I like her in Rocky Four more than this. Yeah, because in this one she's a bit like pathetic, isn't she? Yeah, and in Beverly Hills Cop, yeah, kind of helpless. Oh, Beverly Hills Cop, she's great in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's kind of a bit. I don't know, bit female just their really character yeah. rather yeah. than actually a, a, a proper powerful character i was gonna say because it is it isn't ever mentioned the fact that she's 12 foot tall <laughs> but i suppose like they, they they say like you know she's a model so i think she was wasn't she yeah that's what i mean like, that's how they explain it away yeah. but in, in most films you know she would be some sort of like dominant you know oiled up dominatrix woman. yeah what about oiled up she wasn't oiled up in uh, rocky four that was Dolph, if you were confused about that one. No, she's, she fights <laughs> Stallone at the end, doesn't she? <laughs> Kills, uh, Kills Carl K- Weathers. Mr. Carl Weathers. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, it is her, yeah. Yeah, I thought yeah, so. Yeah, recognise those tits anyway. <laughs> People say that about us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except they don't recognise them. <laughs> it's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Okay, so what you got for me? Right, well, seeing as we kept going through saying um, that the director's cut would be better than a sequel, and we don't want a sequel, we never ever want to see a sequel to this film. Go on. Director's cut. (laughs) 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 Scenes we want to see. No, no, it's it's a similar film, uh, also starring uh, a, a character called Cobra but not in any way connected to this film in uh, characters or story. Oh, it's not Alice Cobra, his son. It's not, no. It's Kendall Cobra Cakes. Okay. That's the name of the cop. Right, who plays Kendall Cobra Cakes. I haven't got any casting yet. Okay. I've only got characters. Right. He's a no-nonsense cop who Mm -hmm. I think does wear Cobra's uh, as gloves on his arms. Nice. Like both sock puppets. Yeah, both of them. Okay, like a Mr. and Mrs. Yes. They argue and stuff. That's yeah. the comedy. One of it? them's got lipstick on. Nice. That's the Mr. Right. And uh, the other one has. Oh, subverting the. Uh, <laughs> well, I thought I'd go with it. I've got a name for you. Go on then. Josh Brolin. As Kendall Cobra Cakes. Yeah. He's in. I did think about calling him Kendall Cobra Cock. But I thought that's just too rude and unnecessary. Yeah. So cakes. Yeah. Why is he called Cobra then? Because of the sock puppets? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why? Um, because his parents were killed by cobras. Mm-hmm. Loads of them. Bastards. Okay. So what? What's he doing then? What's he? Uh, he's he's out to um, stop a gang of murdering rapists. Uh, any casting? Any thoughts on who you'd like to be the murderous rapist, um, the main man? We've got Josh Brolin, so we've got quite a heavy hitter. Yeah, he's a heavy hitter as Kendall. Um, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones ain't raping anybody. <laughs> Not at his age. Your Honor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, I saw him in a film recently. He's not raping shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, who looks like a rapist? <laughs> See, with that sentence now, wh- whatever we say. <laughs> Bridget Nielsen. 
females raping people. That subverts it, doesn't it? Adds us a, you know, a... I, I, I'm not sure whether that could be done, though. Well, women can rape. Can they? Dot com. <laughs> yeah, they can, yeah. <laughs> you stop plugging your bloody website. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's just not as often. Well, it's just not reported as often. I suppose, yeah. This is, we could shine a light on Bridget Nielsen's rape activity <laughs> with this film. Alleged, I should say. Uh, fictional. And by alleged, I fictional. think totally yeah. fictional. Yeah. Yeah. Fictional, I think you're probably... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Probably use the word fictional. Yeah, good save there. Yeah. Bridget Nielsen uh, has never raped anybody that she didn't like. As far as we know. As far, oh, sorry, yeah, as far as we know. Who didn't like it. Or... Who didn't like it. <laughs> Yeah, Bridget Nielsen, then, as the gang, as the head rapist. Yep. Okay, she's in. What's her character name? Ursula. Yeah. Cunts. <laughs> K-U-N-T-Z. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that's how you're <laughs> going to spell it. I would hope so. <laughs> I once started a chant at an England game against Germany. Yeah. Um, and they had a player called Cunts. Yeah, I remember on the back of... Uh... Yeah, and uh, I started chanting, you're cunts and you know you are. And everybody in the pub joined in. And uh, one guy afterwards just said, nice one, mate. And that was the highlight of my entire life. Very good. We lost that game. Uh, we got knocked out of the tournament and I cried. Whilst everyone else smashed the pub up. I was crying underneath a flag. Beautiful. Uh, mixed emotions. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Has he got a? Has he got a partner? He has. Yeah. What's his name? Rick Tough Cheese. <laughs> is that hyphenated or is that one word? No, it's, it's it's his full name. He's got three three names. Oh, it's not hyph. It's not. It's no, not. A... No, it's his middle name's Tough. No, it's not a nickname either. Nope. Nice. No. His parents wanted him to be strong when he grew exactly, up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Who plays Rick Tough Cheese? Um, it's played by Patrick Stewart. No, not this time. Shatner. It's fucking older. He's detectives. <laughs> Eighty. Isn't he Shatner now? <laughs> no. What about kind of William Shatner called Tough Cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Not a hard character, is he? <laughs> what about um, his cardigan and slippers on? <laughs> what about um, Billy uh, Blanks? Oh, I was going to say Owen Wilson. Oh, I was bringing Billy Blanks back in. Oh, it's fucking Billy Blanks. I don't know. <laughs> Let's check that out. I've been keeping tabs on Billy Blanks, have I? Well, that was one of your fucking. <laughs> I suppose it objectives was. Objectives yeah, yeah. of the podcast. You're right. Yeah, I've been di- distracted, haven't I? Got other stuff to do. He's sixty-six years old. He's fucking younger than Shatner. He still looks in good shape for sixty-six. That was probably a photograph in the eighties. Yeah, just one of him from fucking the kickboxers. Owen Wilson. All right, Owen Wilson and Josh Brolin. I'd fucking watch this. Yeah, sounds good already, doesn't it? Yeah. Wow. Thanks. That's what he says, isn't it? I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Who the fuck was that? Bridget Nielsen? <laughs> I don't know what he sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's my impression of him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was Christopher Walken. That was Christopher yeah. Walken, yeah. Saying, wow. Hey, Christopher Walken. He'd be good in this. Uh, okay, then, but he's got to be... C- corrupt senator. Yeah, he's in. Rusty Duvet. Well, you got Donald Trump out in here, so what about um, what about Ronald Fart? <laughs> Ronnie Farts? Yeah. Ronnie Farts a lot. He's <laughs> not a fucking knight of the round table. He's <laughs> not, fu- not, fu- not a fucking, like, pull-string bear for your kid. <laughs> He's a senator. Fucking <laughs> 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 Ronnie farts a lot. <laughs> uh, so we're not having Ronnie farts a lot? Uh, not this time. Okay, what about... Um, Ronald Phantasmo. Yes. He's in. He's like a crooked senator who takes part in the Midnight Rapists, whatever the fuck it's called. Really? Yeah, but we don't find that out until the end. Quite right too. Well, on his side, at the he's moment. he's the one. He's I why voted for him. He's why they've got carte blanche. <laughs> the ice cream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's why they get they've been getting away with it for years because uh, he partakes. Okay, I didn't know that. That's yeah. a turn up, isn't it, for the voters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll be delighted with that. Imagine <laughs> when they get wind of this. Yeah. See, that's why he should have been called farts a lot. <laughs> so they get wind of it. Yeah. You ain't voting for somebody called that. You get somebody called Phantasmo, you're there thinking, it sounds brilliant. He does, yeah. 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 Is there a love interest for uh, he's got to protect? Oh, for Kendall Cobra Cakes? Yeah. Um, oh, yes. Oh, who are we thinking? Um, how old's Josh Brolin? 50, odd. 50s. Okay. Do you know what I'm thinking? No, go on. What about Kirsty Swanson? Get her back in the, the mix. How old's she? Got to be about the same, hasn't she? Is she from the original Buffy? Yeah, that's her. Is she not called Christy? Oh, yeah, Christy Swanson. That's right. 52 she is. She's in. What's her name? Her name is... Sunny Meadows. Beautiful. Thanks. Yes, Sunny Meadows. Yeah. I quite like that as a name. There we go. She's in. Christy Swanson as Sunny Meadows. And what, she witnesses this? She witnesses... Uh... She witnesses uh, Phantasmo's involvement. Nice. On the docks. You can take that to the... On the dock of the bay. Is he, that what he, he says? He rapes um, Otis Redding, who was just sitting there. Poor Otis. <laughs> it's still nice to have you back, Story Otis. Story of his life. So we've got Christopher Walken raping Otis Redding. Is he still alive, Otis Redding? No. We have to do the old CGI rape again. Yeah. <sighs> It's costly, but we'll do it. We'll get the um, the guy from Demolition Man, Wesley Snipes. No, the uh, the cop who knows about John Spartan. Sylvester Stallone, a bit like um, Morgan Freechild. Oh yeah, Rob Schneider. That's him. He's in. Brilliant. (laughs) Rob Schneider as Otis Otis Redding. (laughs) (laughs) He gets raped and killed instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, instantly. No, yeah. <laughs> That's the opening scene. <laughs> yeah, is that not how we open? No, we've got to open with a. Uh, this is how badass uh, Kendall Mint Cake is. Cobra Cakes. Sorry, Kendall Cobra Cakes. It's is. got to have some connection to this film. Yeah, that's the only connection I've got. He's got cobras for so, arms. So what's what's the? Uh, let's prove how hard he is. Convenience store. Yeah, classic. Every, every time. Yeah. Okay, so we need um, hoodlums. 
Can be anybody. Don't matter. Yeah. Don't matter, does it? No, any, just some stunt guys. Any hoodlums? Uh, they're in there. They are. Let's have a Vietnamese family being attacked and murdered. I thought you meant they were the hoodlums. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, they're, they're trying to earn a living in the simple land shop of, owner. Yeah, yeah, the land of dreams. Yeah, and what the dad gets shot, all shot them, to death. All of them get beaten to death with sticks. Oh, brilliant. Because that's how you know the the gang are nasty. They're called yeah. the uh, the nasty stick gang. Yeah, and they're going in and beating up shop owners, and they're doing that. And Josh Brolin, um, he's he's in there for some um, cheese. Yeah, because um, Owen Wilson's asked him to get him some. Yeah, Josh Brolin is not in the shop. He smashes through the floor of the shop. What, like from above or from underneath? Whichever's more plausible. Both are unlikely, but you know. <laughs> yeah, so he's in the shop and then no, he's not d- in digs the shop. himself no, away. He's, he's... <laughs> <laughs> so he's turned like a mole. No, no, no. He's just he just appears either through the floor or through the ceiling. I know he's taking um, some photographs for his new passport. Yes, yeah, so he's, he's in the booth. So he's in the photo booth. Yeah. I think at the end he goes back and collects his pictures. Yeah, yeah. And because we know and he, you all know. of him just like looking to one side and then on his way out and sort of you know bits of that. And then throughout the when you see his badge and stuff, it's just that picture. Yeah, <laughs> he just, just used a big, it. Big picture of him looking to see what the commotion is. Well, so what does he do? Hand to hand, or is he killing them with guns? He can do both. Nice. He can do both. He's proficient in hand to hand combat, but he's also a crack shot marksman, and he's got grenades. Yeah. In his pants. I've heard that about Broly. Exactly. And he's also got two cobras for arms. Let's not forget that. Which are useful in this sort of situation. Stone Cold Steve Austin used to have a t-shirt that had a picture of cobras for arms. There you go. I'm guessing they were actually rattlesnakes, but you know, whatever. Similar. Actual cobras. Could he? Could we get away with him actually having real <sighs> Is cobras? this based in reality? Ah. Uh... They could maybe have a cobra as a like a round the neck pet. I thought he's that based in reality. And he could be a police officer. The cobra. Yeah. It's his partner. Yeah. Hard. Voiced by Owen Wilson. <laughs> yeah. He calls him Rick Tough Cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the cobra. <laughs> that's yeah. The cobra's name. Yeah. Owen Wilson voices that cobra so yeah. he can speak. Yeah, he's like, wow. Just all the time. Yeah. That's... Wow. <laughs> if you <Ooh>. like. <laughs> if you like, yeah. It's not stop. <laughs> yeah, that's all he does, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, that sounds a bit silly to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Having cobras for arms is a lot better. Yeah. No, it's just a sock puppet. And that guy comes out the thing first and has a look round. <laughs> yeah. Is what you're telling I'll me. I'll tell you what, he's only got one. Yeah, let's yeah. let's limit the stupidity. He's just got one sock puppet cobra that he always has on his arm. Yeah, and it looks for him because he's blind. <laughs> called Detective Cobretti. Yes, that's it. Yeah, just calls him Detective Cobretti. Yeah, just calls him that. Got that's a, a little nod to Cobra, isn't he's it? He's got yeah. a badge pinned to his arm. Yeah, he's bleeding. Blood yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Detective Cabaret is the sock puppet sidekick that doesn't speak, but Josh Brolin does it from out the side of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Like and then like, the camera zooms in on the just the hand. 
and Detective Cobretti uh, is the um, wisecracking one-liner character. Not not tough cheese. No. Nope. What does tough cheese do then? Uh, plays it straight. What does Brolin do? Also plays it straight. So, yeah. Okay. So the only comedy... this guy's called Tough Cheese, and he plays it straight. He he banter's okay, then he banter's with Cabretti, but Cobra Cakes is uh, strictly by the book. Doesn't yeah. even doesn't even know that Cabretti's wisecracking, even though it's him doing the voice. Well, so, so so he's like a totally <laughs> new character to him. So Kendall Cobra Cakes is by the book, and it's his arm that's the live wire <laughs> maverick cop that gets results no matter what. Yes, <laughs> fucking hell. Okay then, <laughs> I mean it's, it's experimental. No shit. Yeah, I'm going for this one. Has uh, Bridget Nielsen got like a like a big power like bodyguard? You know. Yes, got... she has. Yeah. 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 Who's who's playing? I was going to say the mountain, but he's been in too many, hasn't he? Recently? Yeah. Jim Morrison, not Jim Morrison. He's dead. John Morrison. John Morrison from the wrestling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's in. John cool. John Morrison as um, John Torso. Jerry Torso, is that what you want to call him? Jerry? Yeah. Okay. Jerry Torso? Yeah. Okay, then. He's in. Never wears a shirt. Just sleeves? Yes. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a shirtless top. Shirtless sleeves, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said when he went in once to his tailor, because uh, he got it wrong. I mean, if I look like... He meant sleeveless shirt, but he said uh, shirtless sleeves. Yeah. And the tailor made him it, and he thought... That sounds stupid if I correct him. Yeah, I mean, if I looked like him, I'd probably wear the same, so... I'd never wear a shirt in my life. No. Same as bloody... If I look like Schwarzenegger, you think, how come they've always got no top on? And you think, mind you, if I'd worked enough to look like that, I'd never have a top on. Yeah. So, John Morrison as... What's his name? Jerry Torso. Jerry Torso. Or do you want him... Yeah, and you want him shirtless but sleeved. I don't think he'll want sleeves either, to be honest, knowing, knowing him as well oh, as I do. Not with his arms. Not with those guns. Nah. Maybe he's got a hat. Okay, about he's shirtless and he's sleeveless. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's his costume, sort of. Yeah. What, what sort of hat has he got? He's got lovely hair as well, though, so mm. surely you'd be messing with that. That's true. Maybe one of those, like, golfing hats. That's just the visor. All right. What, like he's counting money for the mob in the casino? <laughs> Okay, is it a green visor? Yeah. Yeah, okay, he's in. He's also the money man for the... Oh, right, okay, and that, that does make sense then if he's wearing that. He's got like a little... He wears like a shelf that's got the, the thing on that you pull the... You know, it's got the... He wears a shelf. <laughs> Nobody wears a shelf. That's not what they do. That's not what shelves are. Well, Johnny Torso does. Jerry. Jerry Torso does. Okay, he's wearing a shelf. He's got a visor and a shelf. And uh, the calculator with the receipts that fly out the back. You know, like... Uh, yeah, where's he carrying that? On the shelf. On the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Have I not fucking told you? You're not listening, Ken. <laughs> I can't stress to you how important this shelf is to the plot. <laughs> it's in. It's in. He's got a shelf. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. What else we got? Is, it, is that it? Chief Carl Weathers. Oh, obviously. Of course. Taking the... Uh, the Cobra Cakes. Taking him to uh, to task. Yeah. Honestly, I write this down every week. I don't know why the 
the point of me writing that what, down? Carl Weathers is the chief. Captain Carl Weathers. Captain yeah, Carl Weathers. Every bloody week I write that down and think, what am I writing this? Maybe he's the chief and we'll need a captain underneath him. Um, We could do with a female captain, though. Okay. That would be nice. Yeah. Glenn Close. Yes. You like that? Do you think she'd do it, though? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Has she got grudging respect? For who, Carl? For Cobra Cakes. Oh, for Carl? He's a fucking boss. She she sticks up for Cobra Cakes. Carl's more of a ball buster to him. Really? That's yeah. going to be the other way around. She's the ball buster. Yeah. Cobra Cakes has got the ear of the chief. Right. Yeah. But the captain keeps telling him to toe the line. But the chief keeps giving him carte blanche. Mm. <laughs> Because he he likes his style and he knows he gets results. Yeah. But he just needs to keep his head down just a little bit. So the captain should, stops should, busting his balls. Should Glenn Close be the chief and then Carl the captain then? Bullshit. You think? It'll be the other way around then. I don't want I don't want Carl Weathers to be riding the the ass of uh, <laughs> Josh Brolin. That's what I mean. So he goes to bat for him. Against the 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 chief who's uh, Glenn Close. Right. Okay. Yep. She's uh, changed it. Changed it. She's the chief. Carl Weathers is the captain. And all is right with the world. And everything is kosher. So he is what Captain Carl Weathers. Of course, he bloody is. Yep. And she is Chief um... Sourpuss. <laughs> yes. Is that it? Is it then? We got everyone. We got everyone. Yeah, underneath. I, th- I think we've got the cast. What yeah. happens? Well, you know they're they're out raping and pillaging in in the big the gang. City. The gang is there any notable gang members, or is it just an absolute free for all? I think Clint With... Howard. Yes, he's definitely going to be raping, isn't he? Yeah. Have we got a gang name then? The cops have got to call them a name. What about the so cheeky, not... the cheeky, the cheeky, the cheeky, the cheeky riders, <laughs> the cheeky riders? Yeah. <laughs> It's not overly cheeky, is it? What, rape? It's quite <laughs> cheeky. Foul rape. <laughs> <laughs> no, you cheeky riders. Yeah, because yeah. they're on motorbikes. Well, yeah, that's why they call or, the riders. Yeah, tan- it was the cheeky bit that I'm not sure about. Or tandems. <laughs> Push bikes. <laughs> Dressed as French mimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you know, like cheeky. I think cheeky maybe undersells the severity of the crime. It's because um, they remove the buttocks <laughs> of their victims. <laughs> what the fuck do they do that for? <laughs> to they to do wear them. Butt- <laughs> wear them themselves. <laughs> as their own buttocks. Yeah. Or as, like, no, what they do, I'll tell you what they do, is they remove the buttocks from one and place it on the next victim. <laughs> Medically. Yes. They surgically implanting buttocks. Onto. Not surgically, they're just sticking them on. Glue? No. Blue tack? No. Sellotape? Yeah. Just no, like ba- balance. S- stapled. Just stapling buttocks. buttocks. Yeah. Okay, so they're called the Cheeky Riders. Yeah, and uh, that's like Walken's fetish is uh, stapled buttocks. Which he hid from in his campaign. Well, he hit, that's an injury he had from Vietnam. <laughs> Yeah, got a watch up there as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He lost his buttocks in the war; that had to be stapled back on. So that's what he likes to do. To shoe people. shine, shoe shine. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't find his buttocks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's a good, that's a good backstory as well for the uh, senator, ex-Vietnam vet. Yeah, 
No, I meant he uh, lost his buttocks. Oh, he's got fa- fake buttocks. Mm-hmm. It's an unusual character trope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it works, I think, on this occasion. Yeah, and so, um, so yeah, that's it. Basically, it's. Uh, I think I think Kendall Cakes knows of the corruption, suspects. What's his name? What's Walken's name? Uh, Ronald Fantasmo. Suspects Fantasmo is involved some way, um, and he's also on the case of uh, finding Bridget Nielsen's gang of, um, you know, and it slowly unveils that he finds the corruption, finds the link, takes them all down in a big shoe out at the end. What is Jerry Torso up to? Jerry Torso's just, you know. Is he trying to find Summer Meadows? Yes. Aren't he's got all. a fascination with her. He, he, Aren't we all? He took some of her hair and he keeps smelling it all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, I think uh, Summer Meadows might actually kill Jerry Torso. Really? Yeah. How? Um, you know, he's a strong, strong fella. I think Tough Cheese maybe kills Jerry Torso. Okay. In hand to hand combat. Yeah, throws him off the side of a building. The side of a building? The top of a building. No, through the side of the building is good. Yeah. 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 Because they're on scaffolding. Yeah, that's it. Scaffolding fight. Yeah. Like old Jackie Chan style. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And then um, Wilson, of course, worked with Jackie Chan. So, you know, he's probably picked up a few tips. Yeah, that's true. Maybe Sonny Meadows can assist with the killing of Bridget Nielsen's character. What do you mean assist with the killing? Maybe she. Maybe um, Kendall Cakes is... is uh, got surprised by... Is he having a crisis of conscience because she's a woman? <clears throat> no, he's he's, he's in pursuit of the senator and gets side, side, like, side-swiped by her and she's about to kill him, but then... She, uh, by, by rape? No, by uh, gun. Oh, some would say worse. Some would say the same thing. And uh, then uh, Sonny Meadows um, helps him out by doing something. You know, we, we're doing the scaffolding thing, so then maybe they're in like a... A building site, like a skyscraper is being built or something. Yes. Yeah, there's a couple of floors that have been closed down for refurb. Yeah, so it's it's in there, you know, through the, the sort of plastic sheets and stuff like that is when Bridget Nielsen gets the upper hand on Kendall Cakes. And it's at that point that... Um, What's she doing up there? She's protecting the senator who's trying to escape to the roof to get away on a, on a helicopter. Of course. And she's got the upper hand. She's about to kill him. And before she does that... How's she getting there? Who? Sunny Meadows. She's already with with them. What? She, she was taken there originally, taken hostage. And oh. That's why they're there to save oh, her. Okay, all right, yeah, by Jerry Tulsa. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And uh, before that, then uh, maybe Sunny Meadows takes uh, Bridget out with a, you know, maybe a, like a wooden like two by four to the head. Just nice. takes her out up to the top of the roof. Both Kendall Cakes and Tough Cheese can maybe take out the. Uh, they throw a grenade into the <laughs> no, helicopter. No, no, the senator gets on the rope ladder. Yeah, with Jack Nicholson. Yeah, <laughs> and he's and as he's flying off, laughing, and uh, maybe even flipping the bird, and he looks up at the helicopter, and the helicopter pilot is Carl Weathers. Oh, you cheeky bastard, yeah. Kenneth! I love it. And the senator's just like, you son of a. Or maybe he just presses a release catch on yeah, the ladder. And the ladder just drops. And yeah. he's like... Bruh! And they all do the thumbs up to each other. Yeah. And Cobb is like... <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. And just flies off. Laughing. And he does uh, the, end, the, the end in smoke. <laughs> on a helicopter. <laughs> in a helicopter. 
<laughs> what do you think? It takes 20 minutes. Because <laughs> <laughs> of difficult manoeuvres. Yeah, I like it. What are we calling it? We even got a title for this. Shit. What are they called? What's the, the name of the group? Cheeky Riders. Yeah, Cheeky Riders? I don't know. I don't think that should be the name of the film. What about Cheesecakes? <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't watch that? <laughs> there we go. That really tells you it's a hard-hitting action thriller. <laughs> exactly. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Cheesecake starring Josh Brolin, Owen Wilson, and Rob Schneider as Otis Redding. <laughs> it's in the can. It's done and dusted. Ken's going to be jetting off to Hollywood to... Sh- I'm out of here. <laughs> ...to pitch this to the bigwigs. <laughs> Thank you, Ken, as always, for joining me. Thank you very much for having me. What do you guys think to the film Cobra? The, the, <laughs> do you remember that when we covered that about three years ago? <laughs> what do you think to the film Cobra? Do you think it's uh, one of uh, Stallone's best action films? Is it one of the best action films, period, regardless of Stallone or not? If you think that, let us know. The email address, badmoviecourt.gmail.com. You can also let us know through social media. We're on all social medias. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just search Bad Movie Court. You'll usually find us on there. If you want to discuss this week's episode with other court members, you can. You just need to search the Bad Movie Court discussion group on Facebook. All links will be available in the show notes. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can by simply leaving us an Apple podcast rating or review. You can also do that on Spotify. And if you like, why don't you log on to YouTube and subscribe and like uh, the latest episode. It's a massive help in getting us found by new listeners, and it's greatly appreciated by me and can be wild as well. Indeed it is, yes. Or you can give us some money. Yeah, of course you can. Why not? Of course you can. Throw us some money. Good pods. We've got a tip jar now, apparently. I've been reliably informed. Yeah, we have, yeah. Yeah, you just give us money. That's as simple as that, yeah. We give you nothing in return. Well, we give Apart you... Apart from this. Hours of entertainment. Our beautiful craft. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's going to be worth some money, isn't it? You'd Hasn't it? Uh, maybe not. Costs us pretty money to do it. Exactly. We're doing it for fun. Yeah, give us some money. Go on. You can find all previous episodes as well as written reviews of films not covered on the podcast on our website. That's www.badmoviecult.com. We'll be back again next week with a bonus episode. No film pitch. You'll either be delighted or distraught to know, depending on how what you feel about them. I'm delighted, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think we, we keep coming up with a few. People will be watching these. Come on. People will be watching Cheesecakes. Of course they would. I mean, yeah, that's true. I, I would. would. Yeah. Look at that cast. Anyway, see you next week right here on the Bad Movie Cult Podcast. See you later, everybody. See Goodbye. You later. Goodbye. One thing I do want to do, though, before we finish the Cobra one, is um, take home the Cobra Cobretti ice cream piazza (laughs) Italia. (laughs) What the fuck was that? I just wanted to do that all the way through. (laughs) It's from from, uh, Gino Ginelli, the ice cream advert. (laughs) 
Cobra, oh Cobra Cabretti.